Good morning. It is Danger Dan here in the talk shop. I've got a wild show for you today. My friend Charlie stopped by on his, uh, dude, on his fucking rigid chopper adventure bike. And uh, he's on a trip, dude. He's on a fucking serious trip. Started in Colorado, went down to Mexico, went up to Washington. Now he's headed to Daytona. And, you know, when we had this conversation, his plan was to go to Siberia to ride the road of bones. Now, things have escalated a little bit since then. And and if you don't know about the road of bones, the road of bones was built by inmates and slaves. Supposedly a million people died while constructing it and are laid beneath the road. It's built on permafrost. Intermittent into the fabric of the road was deemed more practical than digging holes to bury the bodies of the dead. Now, as you've all noticed, Russia has attacked Ukraine, is trying to invade. Uh, the Ukrainians are fucking standing up for what is right, and that's not right. And, you know, the president of Ukraine, he's probably, no matter what happens, he's going to get a giant fucking statue built because he is just, dude, the dude's fucking bad. And, uh, well, I don't know what this does to Charlie's trip, but you can follow him at Traveling Chopper on the gram. And I, I don't know. I haven't talked to him this morning. <laughs> I haven't talked to him since we recorded this. It was almost two weeks ago. So, yeah, I maybe I'll give you an update on the next show. I'll reach out to him. Uh, I just got back in town from Honduras. With the family, I did get to rent a motorcycle the last day and tour the island on a bike, and uh, it was pretty fucking wild. We were in Roatan. But, uh, dude, let's get into this podcast. was extermination day with thou shalt not hassle check out heavy clothing at heavy.bigcartel.com uh man i got a busy couple of days dude the next two days i'm fixing to go pick up the race bike tanks tattoo troubadour alan wayne nichols just got done painting them yesterday can't wait to put this bike together load it up take it to metairie show the boys at bnb racing what the final product looks like and then head on to daytona where we'll be at the track all day Friday at New Smyrna Speedway and racing on Saturday at the Sons of Speed. Sunday, we'll be at the True Grit Show, presented by Billy Lane's brother, Warren Lane. So that's two lanes, two events the first weekend. Monday, I will be emceeing the Chopper Magazine, Chopper and FXR Show at Daytona International Speedway, presented by Harley Davidson. That's right. They've got $3,000 in cash to give away. Hopefully, I'll have a couple of big checks to present. $1,500 goes to the best chopper. $1,500 goes to the best FXR. Thanks to FXR Bazaar, there is some suspension to give away, and then Paco's giving away the complete opposite. Bikes that don't need suspension. So make sure you are at that show. 
Thursday will be Tropical Tattoo Chopper Time Show with the legendary Roadside Marty talking shit to all you motherfuckers. And then Friday is the Boogie East Show at Annie Oakley Saloon presented by Low Brow Customs. I've got a $100 gift card to give away to Low Brow Customs shortly. When I get back from Daytona, I'll be headed to the Texas Fandango, April 1st through the 3rd in Fredericksburg, Texas, at the Gillespie County Fairgrounds. That's right. The oldest fairgrounds in Texas. The AMCA is putting on a swap meet, a flat track races, chopper drags, mini bike races. The outbound train will be playing at the campgrounds. You can camp on site. Rhino will be serving barbecue. Oh, dude, if... This is the time to come to Texas. It's going to be beautiful. The roads down there are beautiful. You can't make a wrong turn. And uh, bring your fucking race bike. It's going to be sick. After that, I'll be going to Mexico on the Pan Am with the Mezcal Moto Rally. And then May 19th through the 22nd is the Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival. Loretta Lynn's Ranch in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee, home of the Bling Cycles Invitational where Bill Dodge invites the baddest chopper builders from around this country to display their most recent steeds. It's going to be sick. Do not miss out. You can buy a ticket by using Danger Dan as a discount code and get $15 off your ticket. And whoever rides the furthest to Hurricane Mills to Loretta Lynn's Ranch and uses my discount code to buy their ticket I will reimburse them the full price of their ticket. That's right. If you use Danger Dan at checkout and you're the furthest person, if you ride from the furthest distance, I will give you your money back for your ticket. That's pretty fucking sick, right? I think so. So check it out. Loretta Lynn's Ranch, Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival. I've got more dates after that. We'll get to those later on. This show is brought to you by MCShopTees.com, your T-shirt of the month club. The only way to support every local motorcycle shop. Each month, I feature a different shop from around the country and send you a one-off limited T-shirt with graphics that are just fucking bad, dude. I find different artists every month. We come up with rad designs, and I send them to your door. Each shirt comes with a postcard that tells you about the shop, where they're located, and what they specialize in. It's a beautiful thing supporting all these shops, learning about them so that you can go visit them on your travels or reach out to them in case you need a hand. The first shop I ever featured was Brown Cycles out of Dallas, Texas. They've been family-owned and operated for going on their 51st year. That's fucking sweet. Over 50 years, man. It's bad. I'm going to see those guys tomorrow to pick up some last-minute parts for the races. It's pretty sick. If you want to support the show, you can go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com. There is a Patreon support tab. That's right. Go to Patreon. Five bucks a month. You keep this show on the road. You keep me burning gas in my chopper, the race bike, the Pan Am, and bringing these shows to you. And, you know... One of my biggest supporters is Low Brow Customs. And not only do they support me, but they will support you as well. They have the baddest collection of motorcycle parts from everywhere, dude. They've got handmade builders like Lead Sled Customs, Fast Eddie Tool Co. You can get some of the baddest repop parts 
ever by Cannonball, like the front end I've got on my race bike. They also do repop cases that are fucking the best. So check out Low Brock Customs. They've also got smaller batch parts, like a guy named Mare Metalworks has got some pretty sweet little part. I actually got a, what do I got coming? It's like a some bolts for my Super E, so I don't have to reach back in there with an Allen. I'll show you those when I get them. But right now, we are going to give away a $100 gift card to lowbrowcustoms.com. And it is going to, let me scroll down, got the number to 202, Alistair Brown. Alistair Brown, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Where are you? Great Britain, dude. You just won a $100 gift card to Lowbrow Customs. That's fucking sweet. <clears throat> Thank you for supporting the show. I see you've been supporting it for a while, man. I really do appreciate that. Alistair, you are the man. Or, yeah, fuck, maybe that's a girl's name. Alistair? Sick. So sick. You know, being able to send a $100 gift card to Great Britain. Thank you for supporting the show. It really means a lot. All of the Patreon supporters, you guys are fucking bad. November 1st through the 13th, ride to the heavens. Go to MotorcycleSherpa.com. This trip is going to fill up. Okay, there's not like unlimited amounts of spots, right? Uh, there's only a certain amount of motorcycles. We're going to put asses on all of them and explore the Himalayas. And it is such a beautiful ride. The people over there, I was just having a talk with my buddy yesterday, Greg, and, you know, we have a friend, just a guy who runs a convenience store down the way that we've been going to for years, man. We call him the little man because, well, he's the little man. But he's so nice, and my buddy was just like, you know, what's cool about the little man is he's like, if nobody probably knows anything about him they go in there they probably talk shit about him but he's like he's done some amazing things he is fucking loaded dude he's raised some amazing kids and he's just the humblest old dude and he just takes your money for your fucking cigarettes or your beer or your red bull or whatever and you know and he always smiles about it and i was like you know what it's funny you say that because Everybody I met, and this guy is from Nepal. Just I don't know if I made that clear. Everybody I met in Nepal is like that. They're like another form of human being. They don't have the greedy bone in their body, and it's just such an amazing culture. And to go over there and to just immerse yourself in it and to do it on a motorcycle is <laughs> really fucking awesome. Uh, it's, it's a trip of a lifetime. I mean, it's pretty amazing, and... I imagine they're going to be really stoked to have us, you know, since the past couple of years have probably been pretty brutal on their tourism industry. So, uh, anyways, I am really looking forward to going, and I'm just going to jump through whatever hoops necessary. Uh, probably, as I talked about in Jace's podcast, going to have to get some paperwork, but, uh, you know, what I, I'm just doing it. I, you know, yeah, that's a fucking, that's a long, that's another long conversation. But, um, anyways, go to motorcyclesherpa.com and check it out because, it, dude, 
Actually, you can also go to my page. I just posted a video recently. You can scroll back in the podcast. Maybe I'll link those podcasts in the show notes as well uh, that I did from riding around in Nepal because, God, it was pretty fucking amazing. And, you know, I think there's only like 12 seats left the last time I talked to him uh, since... I haven't talked to him since we started this, actually. <laughs> uh, so I don't know how many seats we left. So get the fuck, you know, $1,000 deposit. The trip costs $4,799. And that may seem like a lot of money, because it is. It's not even that's not a lot of money, but, dude, you couldn't do this trip. What? Let me take that back. You could go over there. You could rent a motorcycle, and you could attempt to ride as many miles as we're gonna ride. I, it, it just wouldn't. You couldn't do it with the group of people, and there is a chance that you just break some shit in a bad spot, and you spend days trying to fix it. Whereas, we're gonna have a chase vehicle and extra bike, and you know we're moving along. It's just it, there ain't no fucking slowing that train down, dude. They got fucking wheels and tires and sprockets and chains and do just all the little things. And those bikes are made over there and they have direct connections. Booty lives on the ground. All that, like, that's what Booty does is he lives over there. Booty is Bear's partner. And, dude, this it's a pretty fucking amazing trip. I've had multiple people reach out and they're like, man, that's a lot of money. And I'm like, dude, you can't. It is. It's a lot of money. I'm not going to say it's not, but you can't replicate this trip for a fraction of that. You couldn't replicate the trip for like for that price without I mean, dude. motorcyclesherpa.com November 1st through the 13th we are going to Nepal. Check it out. So, dude, stick around after the show. I'm going to tell you about more dates, maybe talk a little bit more about the race bike. And, uh, man, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I got another show coming for you on Wednesday. Here it is, The Traveling Chopper. Hey, we're back to recording, though. Damn, dude, I fucking dropped this thing twice this week. Like, I fucking have some, I have a microphone connected to me, and I'm like... Yeah, you just walk away. Just fucking get up and walk off, dude. <laughs> Bam, it hit this fucking concrete last night. Oh, fuck. Hard, and then it hit my fucking, the concrete in my office earlier yeah. today. Shitty. I'm just well, fucking... Dude, I got a lot going on. You can't I break gotta, that thing. got to focus. Got to focus. Got to Focus. <laughs> focus. Yeah. You've been doing that on your bike. You've been, like, meditating. Oh, How fuck. long have you been on it on this trip? Um, let's see. It's been nine, ten weeks, about 13,000 miles. Already it's been that long, yeah. huh? Yeah, we'll call Colorado December 10th. So whatever so, it is. So, you know, when I go on a road trip, I like to leave a really cold state in the middle of winter like yeah. that. Yeah, it makes sense to leave the cold state than <laughs> go south. stay away from the cold. <laughs> But, so, you know, I told myself, I told myself when I left Colorado in December, I was like, I'm fucking, I'm skipping winter this year, is what I told myself. And so far, I've done like a really, really bad job at doing that. 
and I don't know why. I mean, I can tell you why. <laughs> we'll get there, but oh, let's go back even further. Yeah. So, was it 19 we did this at JP's? Probably. It was 18 or 19, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's been a couple years, two, three years at least. Maybe it was 18, Maybe four years. dude. It yeah. might have been four years. Yeah, it's very possible. Yeah. Wow. Well, what'd you do last year? Let's see, I don't even know if I can comprehend. If we go back that far, we'll never Fuck make dude, it to this year. I, I don't even know. I, yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know what I did last year. What did the, how did the pandemic treat you? What did the shutdowns do to you? Nothing. Did you just thrive? Just keep doing what yeah, you do? Yeah, I just, like, kept, just kept jamming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, work was cranking, busier than ever. Yeah. Didn't skip a beat there. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm almost embarrassed to say that the Did pandemic it, didn't affect me in a bad way at all. Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> the way I see I mean, it, some people used it as an excuse to not do anything, and then other people yeah. were like, well, I'm going to do a little bit extra because I can. Yeah, now. yeah. I mean, working construction, I mean, construction was jamming, so it's like I didn't have a choice. Yeah, was, people are moving was, around was big awesome. time right now. Yeah, big it's time. It's amazing how much people are spending money, and yet there's like a there's like a a labor shortage you know there's like supposedly yeah <laughs> oh no there's know. definitely that people are having <laughs> trouble finding good help right yeah, now yeah that is true that is uh, true yeah thanks, thankfully though i put all that behind me so i'm not doing construction anymore good good yeah. i mean that's what people are doing in texas right now though they are building shit oh i bet yeah, it's you same, build it's it, the same in colorado they're coming whether you build it or not that's the thing yeah what's happening here. yeah yeah and you guys have so much room to build too that's no, we don't we're running out in Texas? Yeah, we're running out. Bullshit. We're running out. <laughs> I just came across Texas. We're running out. You got a microphone <laughs> on you right now? We are running out of room. <laughs> Texas is full, everybody. Stay away. <laughs> oh, what a, shit. What a slow to pick up that hint. <laughs> I know. I had to, like, yell. It's like peeking over here. It's like, should I wink at him? Oh, that's awesome. Well, Colorado... It's full. Yeah, it's also been full. full. You know what oh, we're experiencing. Yeah, yeah we're, all, we're all fresh out all of land also. All locals are getting pushed out of the state completely, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah, I'm about to move to Texas. If you're not living on a trailhead, then you're rich out there, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. So what about the marinara run? Does that been able, you able to keep that going? No, we kind of, well, we put that on hold because the pandemic situation. And then uh, my wife got deployed to Kuwait. She's in the Army. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. So she's over there, which put it on hold again. And then I decided that if she was going to be gone for a year, then I was I was going to be gone for a year. No way. She's so, going to be gone for a year? That's yeah. where the deployment is? Yeah. Yeah. She's back in probably September or October or something like that. Wow. So that was kind of the motivation for this. I said I was like, going to ask you, what was the motivation for this trip? Her what, being gone and just, me, me recently retired. And I was just like, well, screw it. I'm out of here. Nice. <laughs> so, Dude, you fucking geared up. <laughs> And left. I just remember, you know, I wasn't following her along closely, but I remember seeing like, oh, Charlie's getting, he's fixing to do something, dude. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, something's happening over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're on the devil's backbone. Oh, I was dude. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was awesome. Yeah, okay, yeah, the devil's backbone. But I wanted to thank you before we even got there because you went down <clears throat> to the Baja. I guess it was at the beginning of last year, right? Yeah, for El Diablo. For El Diablo. Yeah, went down to Cabo, and then turned around, came back up to El Diablo. So we came in. So we almost crossed paths. We were we were right behind you, and I was taking right. notes. We stayed at that one spot in the middle of the fucking Baja where it was like, 
a fucking, I don't know, there's like this Springs. Oh, dude, yeah. Dude, it's an old biker dude that ran the joint from like Canada or something. Yeah. Um, something Springs, I think is what it was called, right? Ignacio. Ignacio Springs, dude. That place yeah. was great. We stayed in a little yurt Yeah, that place shit. is awesome. Yeah, that place is rad. That was good. And then that dude. downtown courtyard mm-hmm. right next to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was real good. So, wasn't the Baja fucking amazing? El Diablo? Fresh paved. Oh, Baja roads? in general? Yeah, like the whole Baja. Yeah, dude, it's great. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, there are a couple sections in there where the road's pretty hammered, but for the most part. But I mean, consider where you're at. Way better, way better than I expected. We've been building walls, they've been building roads, right? Is (laughs) that not your experience down there? Pretty much it. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, good. Now we can invest in our infrastructure over here. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll let those Americans yeah. deal with that hey, wall. if you're going to make our people stay here, then we'll make this place better. You yeah. Know? Yeah, they are, too. Pretty amazing, right? Yeah. Dude, I mean, I was shocked at how good that highway was. Yeah. Because we, we didn't go to Cabo. We came in at uh, La Paz. Yeah, right. And it was up until you take when the one cuts back over towards, like, uh, that cove and then goes up to San Felipe. There was like one stretch right before there. There's like that hundred mile stretch where it's just laser straight for a hundred miles. Is that yeah, what you're the thinking? Last, the last bit of that was bad road. Yeah. Like it wasn't even much of that. It was like, oh, we just ran out of shit. Well, That's did you guys enough. go out to, to the Bay of Los Angeles? No, we didn't. No? That was off one. That's off one. It's about 30, 40 miles off of one. It's kind of a cool cool stretch road we out there wanted, too. okay so i wanted to go there and i told the guys before we went on that trip like i'm not 100 percent sure we're gonna make it to el diablo right like <laughs> there's like i'm not gonna pass up going to some shit yeah because but then dude after being on the road in new mexico with those guys you know having a destination is you know oh it's, it's key it's key like it really yeah. is in like being able to round that trip up meeting up with at that party yeah. By the time we got to the Baja, I was like, nah. Yeah, it's nice to put Fuck a ribbon everything on else. it. We're going to the party, dude. Like, yeah, for we sure. We got to make it to the party. Yeah. So we we didn't go there. There was another spot I wanted to go to as well that we... Oh, there's... I just have to go there, back. Yeah, there's a ton of spots down there that are cool. And that's what I realized is like, nah, we could spend a month here. Oh, easy. Easy. And I need a dirt bike. Yeah, and you could spend a month and spend like 20 bucks. Well, that's, that's awesome. you know, you could. I wouldn't. <laughs> I spend more than that, dude. I can eat twenty dollars in tacos in one sitting, even yeah. in Mexico. Right. I just eat a lot uh-huh. of that shit, especially the seafood. Fuck, dude. We waited like I don't know an hour and a half to eat food one day at this one spot that yeah. was so sick. It was like fuck it, it's by the water. We'll just get naked, and get in the water. Right. This when the cook shows up on the bus, the cook shows up on the <laughs> bus, dude. It was funny. The groceries showed up on one bus, uh huh, and then the cook showed up on the next bus awesome. like an hour later. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, nice yeah. down there. Yeah, it really, it really is nice. What about that one spot where you're like riding into the heat? When you're crossing, it's like the last time you cross the Baja going north, cut cutting over to one where it goes up to San Felipe. Yeah. And it's just like rock like well, before you get to the rock section going up the coast, but it was just like a fucking oven, dude. And we saw the water and we thought it was gonna get cooler. And it was just like it just got hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. And then we got to the water and it was still hot. We yeah. got in the water and it was like, okay, that's better. Yeah. But it's still fucking hot well, as balls. Well, did you guys uh, sleep at the Bay Cortez? No, not the Bay Cortez. Um, 
damn, what's the name of that? Listen, there's that stretch of road through there. You're right there on the water. The water's all crystal blue, perfect beaches, campgrounds all along it. South of San Felipe? Oh, the Bay of Conception. No, we didn't go there either. Yeah. That's, that's where we that's tried to go find water to swim. And that's we a rad up, place to camp. Is it? Yeah. I heard that. We didn't go to the rad spot to camp. Next time. We went go. to this spot where it's just like fucking rocks and like <laughs> whale bones and really? boats. It was huh. just like a fishing huh. community. Okay. It was cool. Yeah. Once again, we waited like an hour and a half for food. Not as... Yeah, see, yeah, we didn't have that experience. We we pretty much just pulled into like every like little roadside taco stand. Some like, you know, old lady sitting there frying up tacos out of the back of her RV. Well, see, and uh, what happened was we got in that rush. Yeah. You know, like right. instead of like just taking it as it comes, yeah. we had like a goal in mind. See, we made some sacrifices yeah. that. Well, you, you guys came all the way down through mainland and took the, took the ferry we over. We were ready to get out of Mexico. Yeah, we didn't do any of that. We were. We went straight down, hit Cabo, turn around, straight back up. But we took like a month to do it, though. Oh, yeah, that's took awesome. plenty of time. Yeah. Now, who'd you go with? My buddy Josh and uh, my other buddy Maya. So. What were they on? Uh, Josh is on uh, soft tail, chopper-esque kind of thing. Yeah. And then um, Maya was on, a, I think it's a Road King, maybe. So. Now tell everybody what, what you're riding, just in case they're not familiar. Yeah. With the setup. Because um, it's pretty typical. You it's know? just a standard motorcycle, yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's basically a Goldwing, except like 10 feet long and no suspension or windshields or fairings or radios. Um, yeah, just a classic 10 foot long chopper that's, you know, basically a Goldwing. Did you do any, uh, what kind of prep work did you do to the actual bike before this trip? Um, that's a good question. Not really much of anything, honestly. That bike's pretty reliable for the most part. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> You've done the motor since we talked last, right? Oh, yeah, I did the motor. Well, I did the motor last winter. Last winter. Um, but at the start of this trip, I swung through Wichita. Oh, that's um, right. I saw that. That's right. Yeah, just kind of freshen up the top end a little bit. Basically, just pulled pull it apart, slapped new gaskets on, and put it back together. Really? Um, it was kind of leaking a couple little spots. I don't really understand why. I don't know if we got a bad batch of gaskets the first go around or what, but that was pretty much all we did to that. <clears throat> um, yeah, man. Uh, otherwise, I mean, really, more than anything, it you was like... You didn't even like, put new rings in it or anything? No, because the rings had just been put in like 20,000 miles earlier. So I was like, well, I didn't want to hone this. It was, no, dude. It didn't need <laughs> We had like four hours, oh, yeah. pulled apart. Just because we're there doesn't mean that's what we need just to do. It doesn't mean we're going to do it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Probably should have been hindsight, but whatever. Well, you know, I mean. I mean, this trip is more, the, the bike's in good shape. So there's really nothing that needed to be done. I mean, the, the bike never sits anyway. Yeah. So whatever needs to get done, just it just happens what it, at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like that bike is ever in a shape of like, oh, I got to do this before I leave. It's like now it's always kind of, yeah. you know. More than anything, it was, it was all about, you know, kind of accumulating a, a parts list and kind of pre- preparing for the inevitable 
you know, break down these super remote areas. Because, you know, on this trip, I'm, I'm planning on going to places I've never been before. And some of them, like, are truly some of the most remote places on Earth to where if I need parts, man, I could be sitting there for three weeks waiting for something to show up. So the preparation was all of that. Yeah. It's like, okay, what, where are all the known issues on this thing? And then gathering all those spare parts, figuring out how to pack it, make sure I got the tools to replace all of it. I mean, that, that's really where so the preparation like what, was. Cables, <clears throat> cables, charging system. You got an extra got charging system. Complete charging rotor and all. Oh my God. <laughs> I bet Nick was like, you don't need this. Our oh, yeah. shit is just fine. Yeah, dude. It, it, yeah. There's been a lot of that, but I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm, I like, might it, need I'm it. like, it probably is just fine. Yeah. But if I'm in Siberia and this thing shits to bed on me, I'm going to want it. You planning on going to fucking Siberia? Yeah, headed to Siberia. People keep asking me. <laughs> <laughs> people, at, people at gas stations keep asking me, like, so, so hey, man, you, like, where are you going, man? I'm like, Russia. And they just got this blank stare on their face. Like, they don't even know how to react to it. But that's where I'm going. <clears throat> so I'm like, man, I'm going to be so far from anything at times that I'm going to want that charging system. I'm going to want that ring gear if I strip it out and that pinion gear if I strip it out. <clears throat> Ignition so you module. You got serious <clears throat> fucking parts in there. You don't have fucking I got pretty much country parts. Everything but a spare motor. God <laughs> damn. Mean, yeah. And you took the top end <clears throat> off and didn't replace the rings. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> rings are fine. <laughs> I'm oh telling you, they had, they, they had just been done. No, no, I, I mean. <laughs> Wow, Siberia. Okay, all right. So you're yeah. planning on being gone for a year. Yeah, yeah. This I'm, is warm up. Oh, I'm. This I is warm up. Barely scratched the surface. So where I'm getting confused <clears throat> is you you left in December and uh -huh. you went down to beautiful country. Yeah. Like you went down. You hit the fucking devil's backbone. How? Yeah. Hey, was that your first time on the devil's backbone? Yeah, it was. So you did the turning. You didn't do the fucking. I mean, I don't know how you, you didn't do it do without turning. Well, they got the fucking yeah. toll road that goes straight oh. through everything. No, screw that. Yeah, okay. No. Right. <laughs> but do you think, did you go back up the toll road? I want to go do the toll road now. No, I don't want to do the toll road. No, Dude, I the toll road is like 100, so it's like 120 miles, right? All yeah. the turns. Well, it's like 90 miles, but with like 400 tunnels <clears throat> oh, and no 300 kidding. bridges. So instead of doing all the turns, you just go through the mountain when the like when you get to the end of the mountain, it turns into a bridge, and then it goes into a tunnel, and oh, then no it goes kidding. into a bridge, and then it goes into a tunnel. Oh, that does sound kind of cool. It sounds pretty fucking cool, right? Yeah, yeah, that does sound. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe next time I'll do that. Like, <clears> because I'll go back now. Because the original, <clears throat> well, the you know the old Devil's Backbone, not the not the Tollway. Yeah, dude, it's pretty rad. It's so rad, isn't it? I mean, it's so rad. I mean. Dude, and it was like fresh paved when we got there last year. Yeah. I mean, it was it was actually like pretty exhausting. Like by the time I came off the end of that, I was like, oh my God, I'm wore out. Yeah. That was, just, that was a lot of turning. It's a lot of turning, dude. <laughs> it was so focused for like I eight hours. I remember like stopping all the guys. You know, I got, it's me, fucking Al, the tattoo troubadour who you met in San Felipe. Did you meet Nick in San Felipe? I don't know if I did. Nick, he's got like the fucking... Pancho Villa look going on. It was very on. possible I did and forgot. Uh, me, <clears throat> Nick, Al, Big Meese, and Gary. 
Okay. I have a talk with them. Like, hey, this is, you know, there's a lot of turns here. A lot of things, you know. Oh, yeah. There's not, there's no, I'm going to be any help. You know, like nobody's flying in and right. fucking fixing you if you do something dumb. Yeah, so, so be I'm careful. Like, Just take it easy. Like, there's no need, no need to prove anything. No need to go fast. Right. I can enjoy it. Fucking 10 seconds later, maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm just like, dragging pies, dude. Just like, <laughs> right. We're just railing. We're all going as fast as we can. You yeah, know? it's almost hard not to. It's fucking hard not mm-hmm. to. Yeah, because you're like, you know, and then you're like, fuck, there's nobody out here, dude. You start taking chances. Oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden there's a giant fucking 18-wheeler coming yeah. in hot, dude. I had, a, I had a close call moment. Thankfully, actually, pretty early on into that, where I came flying around a corner, and there was a car coming straight at me in my lane because it was trying to pass a car. Yep. Oh God, dude! Both of our eyes turned into like saucers. <laughs> We're both like laying on the brakes. He's trying to get back in his lane. I'm, you know, I'm already scoping. The, I'm already scoping the ditches. Be yeah. like, I got to find a spot to get off this road. And luck at the last second, he's able to dive back in. But oh my God, it was terrifying. Damn. So that moment, I was like, okay, I think I'll just be chill. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, damn, that was really close. <clears throat> I, I, when I'm on the road at all times, I, I just like, I'm always like, all right, where can I go? Yeah. Like even just, yeah, always, like it's just like a natural thing. Like, yeah, you're always scoping for an exit yeah, plan. Is that a, is that a, is, can I go to the right side or the left side? Right. You know, like. Yeah. But you always hate to have to think that that might happen. It yeah. happened to me when me, so me and Nick, not me and Nick, me and Kickstart Mike went to Copper Canyon last year. Yeah. And once again, you just, you get in those roads in Mexico that are fucking awesome and there's no traffic and yeah. you start going a little faster yeah. and fast. Then, then you fly over a hill and there's a tractor And then the all road. of a sudden, exactly like you're talking about, 18-wheeler going slow and a car passing them in your lane, head on, dude. At one point, I thought... I mean, I, I mean, there wasn't time to think, but it looked like I was fixing to die. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have a lot of those moments down there. For real. Yeah. For real. And then you add in animals on the road, donkeys, and dogs, and cows. It's, it's all down there. Everything. So did you, uh, did you go to that, uh, there's like a fucking spot. Like, so you went from Durango to Mazatlan. Durango to Mazatlan, yeah. And then straight south uh, down to Puerto Varda. Yeah. And you were like, you know what I want to do this winter? Go to the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. What what happened? What, it, I, dude, I don't even know. I, I don't know what happened. Like I, like, I knew I wasn't going to stay in Puerto Vallarta the whole time. So I was like, well, I don't know. I guess I'll head back to the States. And then uh, my sister's in Arkansas. So it was kind of Christmas was coming around. So I was like, oh, I'll go up to Arkansas and see my sister. And then uh, left there. And I was still pretty much like, yeah, okay, avoid winter. So then I was, I was like, well, okay, I'm going to leave Arkansas, head down to Arizona, go see some buddies in Payson and Phoenix area. So did that. And then I was over there, and I was like, well, I'm pretty close to Joshua Tree. Might as well head over there and hang out with my buddy Terry. Terry Madden? Yep. And then, uh, <clears throat> you know. And you tell me he's got an iron head yeah. that he raced the Mint 400 in? I'm pretty damn sure he raced it, yeah. I'm like 95% sure. Really? I'll double check. Okay. I feel like it was one of the Biltwell guys' iron heads or something. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not very good at having the details. 
I'm really good at just having like vague information and be well, like 70, that, 70% wrong. I know Todd talked about a couple of his buddies doing the, uh, what's his, what's the other guy out there that owns like a hotel space? Oh, I don't know. Uh, he's got a bitchin' car. In Joshua Tree? Yeah, right there by Pioneer Town. Um, owns a hotel? Fuck. Yeah, like a pretty sweet space. Um, uh, no idea. Gosh. Well, anyways, but hit, those guys do the, uh, they all got like fucking XT500s, like that other bike over there. Yeah. Uh, but they do the, what is it, the something to Vegas, Vegas to Barstow, Barstow Vegas to. Yeah, there is that race. I don't, maybe it was that one. I'm pretty sure it was the, pretty sure it was mid 400. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll check. I'll get back to you. Get back to me on that Okay. Get back to that <laughs> one. On. Get me. So you're in Joshua Tree. And yeah, like, yeah. You so know, then, I just maybe I do want to go back to winter. Well, no, yeah, well, no. At this point, no. I'm still pretty committed to skipping winter. So yeah, so so I'm in JT, and I'm so then I'm like, oh man, there's this like food guy who rides motorcycles. I kind of want to meet in LA. So I hit him up. I'm like, hey, dude, if I go to LA, would you like take me out to some sweet food spot, lunch spot? He's like, fuck yeah, you know, come on over. What's this guy saying? No. Fuck, oh, dude. Come, come on. on. Oh, you can't be serious right now. <laughs> oh, man. H- hangry Rider. Hangry Rider. On it, on the Instagrams. Okay. Of course, now I'm drawing, drawing blank on his actual name. So hangry Rider. So hopefully he'll be like one of the people who doesn't listen to this and get super offended by that. Man, I hope he writes me. But... He does a lot of food stuff, and he rides motorcycles. Hey, actually, put these away from the fucking the wires. Oh. Sometimes it has interference, oh, and I'm not there listening. we go. So, <clears throat> hit him So, up. he took you to some food spots? Yeah. He's like, what do you move for? I'm like, I don't know. It's L.A. Take me to a burrito. So, meet up with him, uh, have lunch, and then I realized, like, well, my my... I have some in-laws up there, like like my wife's aunt and uncle. They're up in Ventura, so I was like, well, I better go see them, because you know, I'm this close, so I better not like not go see them. So go up to Ventura. And then, at that point, I was thinking... And the weather was nice the whole time, wasn't it? Oh, the weather was still beautiful the this whole nice. time, this whole time. So then what's this, point, like then, January? This is still December. No, nah, it must have been January. It's after Christmas. Yeah, definitely after Christmas. So then at that point, then I'm in Ventura. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just keep going up the coast a little more. It's, it's still really warm. I'm, Did I'm, you go hit one? still safe. Yeah, so I got on one, took that up. <clears throat> Next thing I knew, I was in San Francisco. Wait a second. That's, let's talk about that stretch right there. Oh, incredible, right? Isn't that fucking incredible, yeah, dude? Yeah, it's All awesome. All the way up to Big Sur. Yeah, through Big Sur, past Hearst Castle, oh Seal Beach, God, all dude. that stuff. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's got to go with the best roads in the country. I got to take my wife on that. Yeah, uh, you should make that happen. Two years ago. And fuck, we came out of this army base that like had all these switchbacks going down to the coast, down to yeah. one, dude, and there's fucking whales out breaching in the yeah. ocean. My yeah. wife's just crying on the back of the chopper, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, I'm winning right now. Yep, <laughs> totally. So, yeah, then my buddy Steve was like, yeah, I got a friend of mine in San Francisco. You should go see her. I'm like, all right, cool. So she's a big moto traveler also, so she's used to having people crash at her place and crash another place, you know, just kind of gets it. 
So pulled into her place, and I was like, oh, this place is sweet. So I ended up staying there for like three days, something like that. Nice. And then, you know, she knows all those old roads out there. So she took me on some rides. It's like some fucking insanely cool roads. And then uh, my buddy Ray hit me up. <clears throat> He's like, dude, you're in San Francisco. You should come up to Willits. Hang out for a couple days. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty close. Okay. So I'm, where's Willits? Oh, it's another like 300 miles north. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just keep working my way up there, you know. I'm like, man, I, I'm like thinking to myself, man, if I'm not careful, I'm going to end up back in wintertime. Like I'm, I'm getting close to the northwest at this point. Oh, you're in San Francisco, dude. That's northern yeah. California and then, as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, the next thing you know, I'm 300 miles north of that. Oh, so then the whole Pacific Northwest going to Nia Bay thing came up because Paige, the woman I stayed with in San Francisco, we were sitting around and we got the joking about how stupid it would be to get to the furthest point away possible from where I need to be going, which is Miami. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, at this point, I'm going to run out of road. I want to be about as far from Miami as humanly possible. You know, at least within the lower, lower 48. So we're like, well, where is that point exactly? Turns out it's Nia Bay. So then I leave Willits, and of course, me being me, I'm like, yeah, I should probably do You're that. Right there. You're <laughs> right, right there. there. It's only like 600 more miles. <laughs> I oh should, my God. I should, I should just go to Nia Bay. I mean, why not? So that's what I did. And I avoided, avoided winter. Pretty well, anyway. Well, this has been... I mean, if there was a winner to do it... This has been pretty this good. This has been the one. Yeah. Until, like, late January. <clears throat> yeah, it's been pretty good. I've, I've definitely had some days where was in the 20s all day. I've definitely had some mornings when I left. And it was now, like what kind of gear do you degrees. have for this kind of shit? <clears throat> I mean... So, so, I've got thermal base layer. And then I've got gerbing heated gear. So, that's not heated thermals. Not heated thermals, and then okay. I've got a puffy coat, yeah, and then uh, arrow stitch one piece. That's a one piece you got on, yeah, which I love. Wow, this it looks thing. like a jacket. I know this thing's rad. I love this thing. Um, <clears throat> with all that on, you're typically pretty good. Now, it was struggling today. What I about the glove situation? Because I can get my arms and legs. Fine. They're heated too. Oh, you got heated gloves. Okay. Yeah, heated yeah. gloves. I mean, I feel like if you're, if you're going to take a road trip in the middle of the winter, yeah, you better have the gear. I'm not that smart. But even then, like today, the temperature wasn't too bad. It was like low to mid 30s probably most of the day. But that wind out of the north was ridiculous. It just cuts through everything. It just cuts through everything, dude. And it's like a thick, <clears throat> you know, it's like not real humid here, but. It's it was damp enough where I was having to wipe off my windshield a couple times. Yeah. So this is probably the first day ever where that heated gear was not really working. <laughs> in Texas. I was like, this in is un Texas. unbelievable. Dude, we're almost in springtime yeah. here. I just came out of Anson at a 45-degree angle all the way here. Oh, my God. Gnarly. <laughs> oh, luckily, it wasn't. Luckily, it was only you, you 140 miles. You were in Yeah, I should, should have stayed there. I could have been down there right now. You could on the have been beach, down there fucking... Eating tacos. Paddleboarding with Beaner naked across the fucking... I know. Caribbean, yeah. dude. I hate, to, I hate to admit this, but he might be smarter than I am. 
And that, oh, goes, and, that, and that guy's only got nine fingers now. Dude, yeah. Is he still down there? Yeah. He's still down there. Yeah, because he's smarter than me. <laughs> he realizes back here it's cold. You don't come to Texas in the wintertime. It's cold. Dude, so last, not this past December, but the December before that, uh-huh. I rode to California, and I left here like, I mean, I think I left here on my birthday, December 2nd or 3rd or somewhere around there. Yeah. The sec- <clears throat> I made it. 300 miles. No, I don't even know if I made it that far. I made it to Big Springs. That's not very far. No, that ain't far. And, I mean, it was cold. It was just like stop. Every every place that had shelter, I would stop and go inside. Yeah. And uh, the second day, I went down to start my bike, and it was 17 degrees. Yeah. I was just like kick-starting a motorcycle. Uh-huh. And my bike was like <clears throat> nice and broken in, so you don't even get warmed up trying to start it because it would just fire up after three kicks. Right. It's like, oh my God! It's like, it's not a good sign when you're like, fuck! I wish you wouldn't have started so soon. You know? <laughs> I could have used some more fucking warmth, a little more, a little more exercise. Oh my gosh! But yeah, that was a cold trip. I was just stopping every twenty miles and yeah. getting coffee. That's what you do sometimes. Yeah, go for a little bit, stop. And I, but I can get, you know, with <clears> a pair of th- thermals, leather pants. And leather jacket. Yeah, I, that's all good. But my yeah. fingers. Yeah. And my toes. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, that's the worst. Because yeah, because after your fingers start going numb, and just start hurting. Yeah. Uh, it's miserable, miserable. And then to thaw them out, <clears throat> it takes like. Oh, that. Hurt. And I'd ride for twenty minutes and stop for an hour and a half. Yeah, that hurts know? even worse when they thaw out. <laughs> it's so brutal, <laughs> man. So what kind of heated gear is it? Uh, Who Gerby. makes that? Say it again. Uh, uh, Gerbin. Gerbin. Yeah. Fucking it's awesome. Dutch, British shit, or? I don't know. I think it's an American company. Hmm. Really? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I told you earlier. I'm, I'm very vague. I don't have these details, <laughs> details. man. Details. Just look it on the internet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, you got to, you fucking, you stacked up some sponsors, some supporters to help you make this happen, dude. Yeah, it's been rad, you know. Uh, you know, people for a long time have been like, dude, you should get sponsors. Dude, you should get sponsors. And I'm always, I was always like, yeah, dude, I don't know. That doesn't really feel like me. Like, I've never been that guy. Like, I just, if I need something, I just go buy it. Yeah. And it's not, it's not that big a deal. Because I feel like, I don't know, because I, I feel like it starts, like, crossing over into that, like, influencer territory, which I absolutely hate. And I, my buddies have been kind of picking on me a little bit. Like, oh, I you, bet they have. They're like, I oh, you turned, turned into an influencer, you know? And I just, like, makes my stomach turn. I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to oh, be that guy, man. you know? But then, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? Screw it. Like, if they're willing to throw me some some free parts, you know, to keep me on the road, I'm like, why why wouldn't I take it? Yeah, if they want to support what you're doing, you I can mean, support that. Yeah, so I, I really like really really resisted it for a long time, and then finally I was like, you know what, I'm I'm kind of being stupid by not taking those parts, because it's all stuff I'm gonna go buy anyway. Yeah. You know, so, <clears throat> you know, and I kind of like. Told myself, I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll I'll take this stuff, but it's it's got to be stuff that I'm gonna go buy anyway. Like I'm not using some product because it's free, unless I really believe in it and really like it and it really works. Is there a clause? Hey, if this shit doesn't work in two months, 
I'll throw in, I'll throw out. in the trash. It's out, dude. Yeah. It's out. I mean, yeah, I mean, like Aerostitch, you know, hooked me up with the new suit, you know, because I'd basically worn on my last one. And I was, I was about to buy a new one anyway, you know, and like uh, Revere Primo has been awesome, dude. You know, I've been running their primaries for a long time. Love their stuff. It's proven to work on my bike anyway. <clears throat> so, you know, when they came around, it's like, oh, yeah, why wouldn't I take a, a new primary? Mine's haggard. I'm about to buy a new one anyway. Yeah, I'm going to so, Siberia. Why not start fresh? <laughs> start here? fresh, you yeah. know, yeah. So stuff like that. I mean, you know, somebody came to me and was like, oh, you should use our such and such part. I'm like, well, no. Never needed to before I know, now. Exactly. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. I, uh, you know, a guy was out here yesterday, dropped off that Suburban. I fucking smarted off and told that guy I'd buy that thing. Yeah. Months ago. Uh-huh. And it was... It looked a lot nicer when it was at his place. <laughs> yeah. And finally, he was like, I'll deliver it for $50. And nice. Like, oh, fucking fine. I said I'd buy it. All right, I'll buy it. Uh, but yeah, he came over and I was talking about how I'm going to Daytona to race. And he yeah. was just like, dude. And I was telling him how much it was going to cost to drive there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a truck and trailer. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, you should get some sponsors. He was like, what about your sponsors? And I was like, well, I mean... I got a motor guy, but you know, B and B. I don't, you know, I don't know. I just, I'm sponsoring myself right, here, dude. Right, you know, exactly. Like, I mean, you know, I have, and I have. I don't want to say I don't have Spartan sponsors. You know, Lowbrow supports me. B and B supports me. My friends, Kickstart Mike, Knives Made by Nick. You know, yeah. they'll be right there. Fucking, yeah. But it is, you know, there could be more. I could put more effort in that area. You're right, guess, right. If I wanted to. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird deal that I it, that I still, you know, obviously very much appreciate it, but I definitely don't want to be that influencer guy. Well, that's you know, for sure. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next uh, thing you know, I'll be wearing skinny jeans. And like, <laughs> I just bought some skinny jeans. Oh, dude. dude. I mean, I had to send them back because they're you know they're too skinny. You like, can't we get gotta size up, bro. Like you know. <laughs> I need some bigger jeans, dude. Right. But I no, I got so this vest right here. I am pretty stoked about those pants. This is just like fucking canvas. It's like, you know, like a fucking. It's made out of tarp, pretty much. Yeah. You know. So I got some pants coming like that. Awesome. Dude. Cool. And they actually they fit like they would fit like you'd want denim pants to fit. You know, tight to begin with because once you wear them for three or four days, you know, you start to lose. But the up. canvas doesn't. It doesn't like. It doesn't stretch. It doesn't stretch like this. <laughs> so I was like, we gotta. I'm gonna size up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the influencer space, dude. Oh, uh, it's a weird deal, man. So. Yeah. All right. So now we got to go back again because I didn't realize Siberia. I thought you were just riding your motorcycle for a day or something. Uh, yeah. What, so what? What exactly is the plan on this trip? So. Are you going around the fucking world? Are you just gonna make it? A yeah. big loop. Yeah, well, I'm basically headed home, but I'm going to get home by only going <laughs> by only going east. Okay. So, unfortunately, there's two oceans and two continents in the way. So, I got to get over those first. But then, ultimately, I'm just going home to Colorado is all I'm really doing. Yeah, just, just making your way back. Just making my way back. Just I mean, that's the best east. part of any trip is going home. Yeah. You know? So, basically, I've started going home. It's just going to take, like, another six or seven months. Oh, man. So have you lined up, like, the ports to ship your bike? You can yeah. figure all that out? Yeah, I got shipping lined up. 
Um, is there a deadline that you got to make it there by? Or? I got to be in Miami by March 9th. So I got to drop it off in their warehouse on the 10th. And then they uh, create it. Wow, that's like right in the middle of bike week. Yeah, I'm going to catch the first few days probably yeah. of bike week. Definitely not all of it. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll hit the first few days and head down to Miami. <clears throat> and then uh, air freighting the bike to Amsterdam, which Damn. is, yeah, yeah, that's actually one area I'm like, hey, maybe you want to sponsor me on that deal. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, did you find yeah. help there? Yeah, I will totally be an influencer. Yeah. If you hook me up with some money to pay for that shipping. <laughs> oh, I will, I will influence people to do whatever you want me to do. Yeah, that what is, is that run, dude? That's uh, $6,700. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that's only one way. That's not even getting the bike home. So I'll cross that bridge when I get to Eastern Russia in August. So... Yeah, my mind kind of melted also when it, when they gave me that number. Um, and once you got it in your mind, that's what you're doing. Then that's that, all that ends up being is just a number. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, pretty like, committed at this yeah, point like, yeah, like, to the trip. Okay, whatever. So like, I'm kind of like, man, that is like, re- I mean, my bike's only worth like four hundred dollars. So it's like spending sixty seven hundred dollars to ship a bike that's not worth anything is fucking outrageous. I mean, I feel like you could buy a pretty nice bike over there for $6,700. I could buy a lot of nice things for that kind of money. I I mean, really. I don't... I mean, you already committed to that. Mm-hmm. I have heard of other options. Like what? Like way less than that. I mean, you could put it on a boat. No. Like you could fly with it on the same fucking plane. Out of Canada? In Canada. Yeah, but I'm not allowed in Canada. Oh, you're got the same. Hold <laughs> up, I do. In you fact, know? I actually hate Canada. So much so that you're willing to spend until they let me in, and then I'll love them. <laughs> but until oh. then, I'm adamantly against Canadians. So I found out as of last year, I can fucking pay a legal bribe through yeah. a lawyer. Yeah, I could totally do that too at some point. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not willing to do that. I'll, I'll cross a bridge when I need to. Need to. <laughs> at this point, though, I'm, I just I'm, I'm more committed to throwing outrageous amounts of money to ship a fucking worthless motorcycle to Europe. Oh my gosh! So I watched a video today. Not so yeah. So, so so if anybody out there is listening and you have super deep pockets, want to want to sponsor that, I will totally influence some people to do yeah, whatever you want me to do. The whole way there. Yeah. You can, maybe you can get a, <laughs> get that plane to like fly a banner behind them. Yeah, dude. Whatever it takes. I guess if there was people over the ocean, yeah. that might help. Yeah. No, I. Uh, so a couple. I guess it was yesterday. I found this video. Some kid sent me a video. <clears> this is like this Mexican Hispanic. Talking Spanish. Okay. And he's standing next to a Pan American, and then it shows a picture of me on mm. my Pan American in the paint job. I saw that. What was that about? So it's just some dude, you know, giving his review on the Pan America, talking about, you know, how <clears throat> Harley, you know, did what they always do. They give something to their customers that they can customize. Yeah. Pretty much what he's saying. Like, you know, look, this guy painted flames on his bike. Right. You know? How Harley is that? Uh, but, you know, so then I put that out there, and this guy named Dinah Dan. You know Dinah Dan? No. He's in San Diego. Okay. Fuck, I think his name's Dan. Anyways, he's like, oh, that's Eric Lobos. Are you familiar with Eric Lobos? Yeah. That, that, that was the guy. It, and uh, so he shows me a video, of Eric, or he sends me a couple of videos. We're of talking Eric. about Eric Lobo. Yeah, that fucking crossed. He's done the, around the, the world. The fucking... The, the straights up there on yeah. ice with fucking skis the, on his bike? It's funny you know who he is, because 
I can't I, believe I never heard of this guy. So I've been following this guy for years. And I'm astounded that more people don't know about this dude. Because I'm like, this that dude's out there crushing it. Crushing And doing some it. insane stuff. And, you know, what's the translation barrier, uh, language barrier, you know, I'm having to read what he's saying and watch the video. Uh, but it seems like he's very well read and very well, like, spoken. Okay. You know, the way he talks about his travels and what he's doing. And yeah. The insight that he, you know, brings with, you know, one thing that, I feel like I'm not great at, which I'm working on, but I, I'm doing some writing now with Chopper's Magazine, but like, you know, without giving just like a play-by-play -play of what happens, like kind of like putting a spin on it, putting things into perspective without taking too many words, mm -hmm. and like discussing the insights that I find on trips. And I, and I find myself, you know, in the right conversations with the right people talking about things that, you know, speaking it, but like... You know, it's one thing to speak it and then catch it. I don't know. He, he seems yeah. very impressive. Yeah. Uh, you know, the insight that he's gotten from traveling. He does uh, some pretty epic rides. And it seems like, you know, his spirit is... I mean, I haven't seen a lot of it. So this yeah. is still early. But you've been following You should definitely minute. dig into the stuff that he's done. Because it is outrageous. I mean... He did the fucking bearing straight on ice in the middle of winter. Yeah, I mean... And then the way he goes through Russia and, like, mm -hmm. connected with, like, the Russian motorcycle clubs and, like, let them help him, guide him yeah. around Russia and where to go. And, like, he's like, some of the guys were kind of, like, sheltering mm -hmm. me. Some of the guys were kind of protecting me. You know, it's like. Yeah. A, I mean, th there's a lot of people out there doing really, really cool stuff. And most of it I see and I think, man, that is awesome. I'm going to do that someday. Or I want to do that someday. And, uh, <clears throat> but it, it never like blows my mind, right? It's always like stuff that's, you know, relatively normal. It's like, oh, you know. But then I, I caught on to what, what Eric was doing, and that kind of blew my mind. I was like, oh, damn, that's, that's like really fucking impressive. And I don't, I don't get that that feeling too often. <laughs> when he's got like, because normally you know I see people doing rad stuff, and you're like totally doable, super awesome, but not really that difficult. And then you see what he did, and you're like, that's fucking ridiculous. And then document it. Like how difficult it is to document your travels and enjoy your travels. I didn't take a dude. I didn't take a single picture today just because I was cold. <laughs> I mean, if well, I were if I were to do that, nice. if, yeah, if I were to do that ride that he did across the Bering Strait in the middle of the winter time, there would be zero evidence of that ride. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, and he and he put together like a whole book and like, I mean, a fucking full length movie, multiple. Yeah, I mean, to have to have it in you to pull over, set up your camera gear, do a, basically like a video or a writing shoot. Or go convince a trucker 20, to put the camera yeah. on the front of his truck yeah. and follow you. Yeah, it's 20 below zero. Like, no, I'd just be more focused on surviving at that point. I wouldn't be worried about my camera. Dude, but I'm terrible about that anyway. I mean, I brought a GoPro with me. It, I'm terrible with it. In fact, now I broke it, so it doesn't even matter anyway. <laughs> Fucking flew off my handlebars at 75 miles an hour. <laughs> Oh man! So what uh, is the so what kind of documenting are you doing if you don't have a GoPro now? 
Just pictures. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll fix that GoPro or get a new one or something, but... But I told myself, I was like, dude, I brought like a GoPro tripod, or, you know, all that stuff. I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to like really document this. Dude, I'm terrible about it. Because it's like, I don't want to stop, pull over. I don't like, I don't set like it filming up. myself. Oh, dude. You know? Tried the, I finally like turned the camera onto myself and tried talking into it. And I feel like such an idiot. And then you, then you play it back. You're like, oh my god, dude! Like I am I was not, right. I am not I was fit right. for video. I should never be on video, ever. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird feeling. Because then you know, it, plus you got the point too, where it's like, so you're standing there, like talking into a camera, and then people are driving by, and they're probably like, oh, look at this crazy dude talking to himself. No, they're like. Uh, influencer and, in the wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that guy's fostered. Yeah. <laughs> influencer in the wild. <laughs> See? There you go. Just another reason why I don't want to do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but for real. It's a thing. I So I, I was going to do some documentary when I took that Pan America up to Colorado BDR, which was fucking such mm-hmm. an epic trip, you know? Yeah, I bet. One time, I set the camera. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna film us going through this mud because it was like a mud puddle that I was like, this one of us is gonna like when you stop at it to decide like what's the best way around it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, someone's gonna crash. Something's it. gonna happen, right? <laughs> well, I said, I said, I was like, "Fuck!" I walk out there, I set the GoPro up, uh-huh. and I'm talking to my buddy Randall, like, "All right, you know, I think that this spot's good." And it wasn't like a real. Gnar- I ended up going through way gnarlier ones. Yeah. But this one looked mud, it just looked slick. Like, it just one of those ones that, like, ah, we're yeah, here. So, yeah, something's, yeah, anything could happen. The, the camera battery ran dead, like, right as I got <laughs> on my bike to go across <laughs> it. <laughs> I was showing my buddy to edit it, my buddy Heath, and, and he was like, all the video is just on my chest, right? Like, uh-huh. Just showing what I'm seeing. Right. And he's like, man, it'd be really cool if you had, like, video of you I could mix in. And I was like, yeah. oh, check this out. And I show him that <clears> clip, and I set the camera up, and he sees it, he's like, Oh, this is great. This is exactly what I'm talking about. And then it goes dead. He's like, God damn it. Yeah. 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 Well, that's after that happened, I didn't well, fucking do it again. So it know? turns out, too, that on cold days, it just kills those GoPro batteries, like, immediately. Oh, really? So I figured that out, which got super annoying pretty quick. So there's plenty of days where I've like... What did Eric Lobo do? He have, like, 50 cameras? He, he, or just stack of batteries. I don't even know. So I put it on my handlebars, and I turn it on, and, like, 45 seconds later, the battery's drained. Yeah, so wow. I'm like, I don't know, and then, and then I get annoyed, and I'm like, "This is stupid," and then the mountain breaks and flies well, and then off the the anyway. Of fucking shit that you're gonna accumulate. Oh yeah. If you, even if it, like say it was working correctly, dude, I have like six hours of of like just staring down the road footage, and I have like 15 seconds of me talking into it. <laughs> I have like it's, it would be the worst documentary you have ever seen. I have like four cards, four big cards uh-huh. of fucking footage and I've used maybe fucking three minutes after yeah that. yeah I did because you have to figure out how to edit it no you don't you just need to pay somebody to do it okay. that's money well spent the problem is <clears throat> is when they don't film it you still gotta like go over there and go through all the footage with them right like hey look that's on this alright let's find this spot I remember this and it'll jog your memory be like alright get that okay get that but just find something <clears throat> I got somebody that can help you out with alright yeah maybe I'll look into that because it's because I don't know what it, I'm doing. Because it there can be 
you know, if it's not done right, then the footage is not like it's. Oh yeah, it's hard to watch. I, People won't even sit through. I put it, it into iMovie. I was like, oh, I'm gonna like take some of these clips and like make them into reels on Instagram, right? <clears throat> so I take like a six minute clip. Oh, you sound like an influencer for sure. Oh, I know, <laughs> dude. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, my stomach just turned. It just did it right then. I was like, ah, oh, fucking skinny jeans. So, yeah, dude, it took me like 45 minutes to figure out how to like trim that down to like a one minute clip and add music. Like, that's not right. At that it's pace, right. at that pace, right. it would take like three years to put together a yeah. 30 minute film. No, you just need to. So, <clears throat> the last one I did that worked out really well, I thought, was the Mexico trip. And we did like a podcast afterwards. Well, <laughs> and I kept the camera right there where I could just turn it on to my chest the whole time. Yeah. So whenever something cool would happen, I'd fucking turn the camera on. Yeah. Well, that something cool I ended up talking about uh-huh. in the podcast, and we just put I the video I want you to know how influencer that sounds. <laughs> well, I was, yeah, whatever it is. So here, here we are, yeah. uh, just a couple of influencers sitting around <laughs> podcasting. Oh, my gosh. It worked out good, though. Uh-huh. Just having it where you can turn it on and catch shit when it happens. Do you think you influenced anybody to take that trip? Yeah. I would hope so. Fuck yeah. That means you're doing your job. Dude, that fucking trip through Mexico was so sick. Yeah, it's it awesome was down so there. Sick, it's awesome dude. down there. Are you going to go back? No, not on your way to Miami. You're fucking, you're going east from here. Dude, at this point, who knows? <laughs> I mean, I right. spent, you I, are right. I spent two months going the wrong direction. What's another dip into Mexico? No, I probably won't. No, I'm headed here, back up to Tulsa, and then back to Arkansas, then North Carolina. So You're going to go to North Carolina before Daytona? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to meet up with a buddy of mine who lives out down. there. Then ride down. Nice. Yeah. But again, not staying where it's warm, like I should be. Yeah, I should be down on the coast. You should be down there at the Florida Bam Bar, dude. I know. On the beach. Sitting on the beach in Mississippi the or something. Watching girls coming for spring break. Oh, my God. See? Nope. I'm going to go across Tennessee and then North Carolina. Oh, man. You hit Blue Ridge Parkway? <laughs> yeah. Last time I was on Blue Ridge Parkway, it fucking snowed, turned it? to ice, dude. It was fucked. That's a good road, though. Luckily, I had a sidecar. Oh, yeah. That helps. So it was fucked. That up. is a good road, though. Yeah, it really is. But does that road compare to the Devil's Backbone? No. It really doesn't. No. The problem with the Blue Ridge Parkway, in my experience, is that it's about five times longer than it needs to be. <laughs> oh man here's here's my i mean i don't know dude the last time i did it after about a hundred some miles i was like okay i'm bored yeah because it's the same the landscape doesn't change the road doesn't change it's just like what two three hundred miles of the same i definitely wasn't on it that long i mean i don't i don't know exactly how long it is but i remember at some point being like i'm over it yeah where else can i go where I feel like roads like the Devil's Backbone, like it changes a little bit. Like you go through some towns, the landscape changes a little bit, like huge changes in elevation, so the temperature is changing. There's all these variations on the route. Fucking, you know, military checkpoints. Yeah, military checkpoints. Like, did you get hassled at all at the checkpoints? No. Yeah. No, they didn't. They didn't even slow. Yeah, slow me down. Nothing. Just kind of wave me on through. Um, but then again, I, you know, I'm not as seedy looking as you are either. So, That's true. 
a guy like you, I could see getting stopped all the time. You know what's funny is the guy... I look like the, a respectable member of society. The guy that kept getting stopped on our trip was the dude on the new bike <clears throat> with the fucking clean white shirt. They are like, yeah. you can't possibly be with these guys. Yeah, with the shiny white shoes. Yeah. They fucking got Wait, him. Was Big me. Is his dude. name Jax? No. Oh, no. okay. No, Mr. Teller wasn't with us. <laughs> no, not on this trip. But they kept getting that dude. Every every. Then I realized, like, instead of... I would approach the checkpoints and, and I'd be up front and I like, just kind of like tell them what I'm doing. Yeah. Then I realized like, if I speak for everybody, you know, like, yeah. then they, you know, <clears throat> yeah, they don't yeah. hassle each person as much. Really, they would just come up to us and start flipping our bags open, and, huh. but looking at us. Interesting. Like, go, go down here and grab a flap and look at you and see if you get paranoid. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, some yeah. of the guys would. No, I they were like, "Hey, it's." I'd rather not have weed than <clears throat> fucking be as paranoid as I am. <laughs> right. Through my shit. No, I got. I had. I think I had one checkpoint where the guy went through a bag, but you could tell he was just doing it because his boss is watching him. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, I got to check somebody." Yeah, I got to look at. Look I got to look at something. something. Yeah. But he didn't. He could care less. He barely even looked inside. He's like, "Open it up," and it's like, oh, "Find whatever, go." Yeah. Fuck Mexico, dude. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome down there. I'm going back next month. Are you? April. On your bike? Yeah. Yeah? Racing. Racing. From Austin, Texas to Oaxaca, Mexico. Really? Yeah. On road or off? On road. I I need to hear more about this. Yeah, that's all I know. Oh, okay. So, Duna Race, that involves a border crossing... Yeah. On road. Yeah. Where's Oaxaca? I can't picture where that is. It's south of Mexico City. <clears throat> oh, shit. It's the last... Okay. It's either the last state or second to last state. So that's quite a ways. So in each night, I do know that each night there's a place to stay. So like there's oh, a checkpoint. So it's, it's, not not just, like, it's not just a cannonball run. No. Okay. No, and I think the way <clears throat> I gathered it is it's... Uh, Kind of like it's a point steal. Who's putting this on? I don't know. See, you're about as vague with your info as I am. I don't know these people. They're like not in the motorcycle industry. They're like so. They just call you up. They're like, hey, do you want to race to Oaxaca? No, no. I I found them and reached out to them. Okay. And they were like, they were real hesitant (laughs) because I was going to do it on my chopper. The first one was back in 2020. Huh. And it got canceled. The border, you know. Yeah. So, they were, they really I don't think they wanted me to go at first because I are was you gonna, gonna do it on a chopper this year? No, I'm gonna take the Pan American. Okay, because I want to do dirt roads up to the backside of Copper Canyon. Okay. Afterwards, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so yeah, I think there's like so you got the you start here and you go here the first day. Okay. Wherever that is, I think Have it's like, I think Saltillo's the first stop, which is just past Saltillo, Monterey. Yeah. yeah, I stayed there, and uh, that's where we stayed that last <clears throat> trip too, but. On the way there, there's like other places you can go to to accumulate more points before you get there. Ew. Yeah. You know, and like uh-huh. different op, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It sounds pretty <clears throat> fucking cool. Interesting. How many I, people are doing it? Any idea? Not very many. Okay. No, they like capped it. At how many? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They've been having all these meetings down in Austin. Like, they probably had three of them. And you no, haven't met any of them? I haven't been to any of them. No, no. okay. So I'm going to go to the last one, which is two <clears throat> weeks before we leave. Do a podcast with whoever I've been emailing. Yeah, and uh, and I'm you know I yeah. thought I was like promoting this for them, but they're like, no, no, nobody else can do it. It's like we capped out. Interesting. So there's going to be a chase vehicle 
Okay. Uh, to, you know, pick people up along the way, which is kind of respectful, go, taking people to Mexico, you know. And like, it's open to, like, any kind of motorcycle? And I don't think there's very many Harleys. Mostly ADV bikes, probably. Yeah. Huh. And uh, <clears throat> the I think the first place gets tacos, Mezcal. It's called the Mezcal Motor Rally. So we're staying at, like, fucking tequila yeah, farms on the way down. That sounds pretty rad. And then the, whoever gets first, like, gets a full restoration of their bike when they get back to the states like really? tires brakes fucking oh, dude i should totally enter this i could use a restoration <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh can we just assume i'm gonna win and get this before i go you know <laughs> right uh yeah it'll be interesting can you imagine if i imagine if you like showed up in your chopper and won and they were like okay restore this wonder what they would do i wouldn't let them I'd be curious to let him do it just to see what happened. Nah. Nah. I think come back with like Honda badges on it. I, you know, <clears throat> they, they would just have it for too long. Like they would just probably look at it for a while. Like Yeah, they wouldn't even know where to start. Hey, we'd rather just buy you a new frame and start from scratch. Yeah. You, you know? I'm not sure if you knew this, but your motorcycle doesn't have any suspension on the rear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, it's yeah. I, th I think it's one of those shops. I'm not sure. I mean, I really don't know. Uh, it, sounds, it sounds pretty awesome, though, actually. No, it's going to be cool. It sounds really cool. And it, I wish that they didn't cap it so soon, but I think it's <laughs> smart of them because it's their first go. Like, they probably want to, I mean. Yeah, test the waters. They want to see how it all goes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty rad. And I think, I mean, I think if it's, you know, if they half-ass nail it, <clears throat> It's going to be potential for a lot of people to want to do it next yeah. year. You know, yeah. like that's awesome. I mean, the branding's good, the fucking idea's good. You right. Know, people are going to want to be a part of that. You know? Yeah. 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 That's uh, cool. They got the main sponsors at Tequila Farm. Like huh. they already sent me like this fucking sweet, like uh, I don't know, clay flask filled okay. with mezcal. Huh. It's, an, it's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Hey, that's a pretty cool race. Yeah. Here, here's some tequila before we get started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, everybody do a shot. All right, uh, let's go. And then everybody's <laughs> like, you know, there's like these, they like this thread of all the people going. Um, and then everybody's got all these crazy plans to come back different ways. And, you know, I figure I'll just like figure out how everybody is before I commit to going Yeah, and you'll probably meet some people on there and... Anybody that's willing to do it's probably a special breed. I would imagine. You know? Like, yeah. I, I would think you'd probably mesh well with most of them. Because <clears throat> you're right. Anybody who looks at that kind of thing and says, oh, yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah. It, it takes a unique in individual. Absolutely. <clears throat> but that'll be cool. That'll be sweet. Awesome. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be watching that. That's cool. Well, you're going to be on the other side of the planet by then, dude. Yeah, June. You'd be fine. You said June. April. Oh, April. Yeah, I'll still be in Europe in April. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I'm going to get, uh, I'll probably be on my motorcycle like that third week of March in Europe. I think by the time it gets through customs and all that. So you'll have, are you <clears throat> going to fly in immediately? No, I'll probably split. It, it, but from the time I ship it to the time that it's available for pickup, will probably be like a week and a half or two weeks. So I'll probably split that time in Miami, part of that time in Amsterdam. Which are both wild places. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Miami will be warm. So I'd be better off sticking there. 
<clears throat> instead of flying. Is it going to be cold in Amsterdam when you get there? Is it always cold in Amsterdam? I've never been. Oh, 100%. It, All the time? Basically Seattle weather. And I, yeah, I'm not even kidding about that. It's Yeah, it'd be cold. It'd be cold and wet. Really? <clears throat> so I'll be flying back to winter, which would be awesome. Um, you really planned this out. I did. Yeah. You've been watching those Eric Lobos videos. Too much. Yeah, I'm gonna put <laughs> I'm gonna put skis on my motorcycle. You love it how he just like <clears throat> steps on the ski to go down there. Those not are like, wild. They're not permanent outriggers. Dude, there's another dude who just did a uh, road of bones over the wintertime. No way. Which is like road of bones takes you through the coldest town in, on the planet. Like average high temps in the winter of like negative thirty. Same thing. He put skis on his bike. Who's this guy? I don't remember his name. Just some dude that stumbled across on the internet. I was like, holy cow. You got a different internet than me. Look at this dude. <laughs> well, like on my social media. You must use DuckDuckGo. <clears throat> That's it. <clears throat> I just, I just Google. Google like stupid things to do on motorcycles. And then this stuff comes up. Gosh. Oh. Man. See, I'm telling you, there's a lot of people out there doing rad stuff. Like, yeah, like Road of Bones in the wintertime. I mean, that, how cool is that? I don't even know where Road of Bones is. It just <clears> sounds <throat> awesome. So I plan on doing it on, on the trip. chopper on this trip. It goes from Yakutsk, Russia, to Magadan. Have you ever seen Long Way Round? Those Russians are crazy. Yeah. I'm curious to see how this all plays out. Yeah. I'm hoping I make it out of Russia. Like... Alive. You need to start pre-gaming, dude. Like, I can't even believe you asked for coffee. You got any vodka? Oh, <laughs> I wasn't sure where you're going with that. <laughs> well, see, that's gonna be a problem because I'm sober, you know, because I don't drink. Oh, you don't drink. So I'm gonna have to like, be, I'm gonna have to like let down like twelve Russians a day and tell I them like, sorry, I think dude. You, you know, that's what do they a, say? I don't know how to do this. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to be falling off the wagon in Russia. <laughs> I mean that that could go sideways real right. quick. You might dude. not make like, it out. No, I'll end up in a Russian prison and like have to change my name to Igor or something. Roads are for journeys, dude. Yeah. Jails are for time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so how's oh, your how's your trip to shit. Russia? It's like oh great, eh? Yeah, this, uh, that would be tough over there. Free place to stay. Like. I mean, you really will be hurting people's feelings, I bet. Like, I know. You're going to have trouble communicating with them. I haven't figured out how to and navigate you, that yet. I mean, I feel like you need to put some thought into that because... A business can be like, I don't know, alcohol will kill me. Like, I feel like if I just make it like... A medical card? Like, super dramatic. Just show them a medical card. Yeah, with like a vodka bottle and then like a dead body next to it. Yeah, signed by me. I could right. be Doctor Danger. Doctor Danger says Doctor no Doctor Danger says no alcohol. Oh Cause man, because vodka, vodka was kind of my go-to back in my drinking days too. That's the oh, other. Was it? That's the other part of this. Oh man, mm-hmm. you're just jumping right into the fucking the dragon's layer. Yeah, it's like worst case scenario, but I feel pretty good. I, after nine years, I think I can I can turn down some Russians. Unless he's like six foot five and four hundred pounds. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <clears throat> but I don't you, doubt at all that you can say no. Yeah. I just feel like it might help your trap. Like it might help your experience. It would. It probably would. Add you know, like something to it, but it would also take away a lot from it. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'd just end up drunk the whole time. Oh, I yeah. wouldn't remember any of it. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. That wouldn't be good. But anyway, yeah. So, road of bones. 
Yakutsk to Magadan, thirteen hundred miles of dirt. Uh, thirteen hundred miles of dirt. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's that's basically that'll basically be like the pinnacle of this trip. So what did this guy do it on that just did it? I guess it's ice right now. So he yeah, right now it's all ice. You could have done it on anything. Yeah, they say the best times to do that road are either in the middle of the winter when it's all frozen, <clears throat> or late summer when it kind of dries out a little bit. Because yeah. you go from winter to rainy season, and then it dries out for, from what I can tell, about six three, weeks. Three weeks, yeah, yeah, six weeks. Not long. And then and is then that then, when you're going to try and do it? Yeah. So I'm going to try to catch that window. Dude. So it should be pretty gnarly. It was like water crossing. On your dirt bike out there? Yeah, on the, on the dirt bike chopper, ADV chopper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been calling my fucking, all my bikes adventure bikes for a while now. They fucking are. Yeah, I mean, any bike's an adventure bike, in my opinion. That's right. So. Damn, that'll be sick. Yeah, that'll be pretty, that'll be pretty rugged. I don't, I don't really know what I'm, well, I kind of know what I'm getting into. I'm hoping What's the most amount of dirt you've done so far? Uh, I mean, I've done, I mean, I've done hundreds of miles of dirt. In one stretch? Not in one stretch. I mean, you can't even do that in, the, in this country. Yeah, you can. No, without, I mean, you'd be, not without you'd be working pretty hard to not link it all together. Yeah. <laughs> no, I found, I have found the trails. Dude, the BDR Trails, guys, yes. Yeah. Trails, yeah, you can do it, but on a regular dirt road? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could do it, but you'd spend the rest of your life trying to string that together. Yeah, that's the thing. You know? That's why I value the guys that do the BDR routes so much, because they spend, multiple people spend hours, days. Oh, trying to plan those routes? Yeah. And yeah. they're fucking, I mean, I've only done one, I kind of want to do the, so impressed. I, I kind of want to do the Wyoming one. Yeah. That one looks pretty sweet. The dude, new one? All of them look so sweet, Yeah, they dude. do. They do. And after doing the Colorado one, people have got to be getting tired of me talking about this shit because mm-hmm. it was just so well laid out. Yeah. I mean, you literally, going through Colorado, you saw every bit of landscape possible. Everything yeah. from silt beds to sand to just rocks and that's like, to shale. And that's like 90% dirt. off-road, isn't it? Yeah. Because there, there is some pavement, but not much, right? No, not much at all. Yeah. Like, so Road of Bones is basically like, BD, like the BDR Russia. In fact, I should map it for him. They're like, hey, you should, you should sponsor my shipping. I'll, They're like, we'd in re- rather, in return. be cheaper to hire a fucking Russian, dude. <laughs> it would be. Oh, man. So, so I don't know what I'm getting into, man. Like, so now, most par- of your travels, have they been solo or with? I'd say most of them have been solo, although my wife does tend to be with me for a lot of them. Yeah. Um, it's hard to get buddies together to actually commit to a lot of this stuff. Um, my friend Josh, as of now, is planning to meet me in Russia um, around the 1st of June to, to cross with me. Um, so cross, I, the Road of Bones? Yeah, yeah, and all the, the Trans-Siberian Highway, Road of Bones, the whole, he's planning on going all, all the way over to the East Coast with me. What's he going to ride? See, that's kind of up in the air right now. Uh, he, he's not sure if he's shipping his bike over or if he's going to rent something. And there's also talk of maybe buying a chopper over there and doing it on that. So I don't know. That's all kind of up there at this point. He's got he's got a little time to figure it out yet. He's got a little. I mean, he's got till June. So you know. That's a big trick to be. <clears throat> he's he's a well-traveled guy, so I'm pretty lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about Who him. Who is this? 
It's my friend Josh. It's a guy I did I did Cabo and back with. Okay. So he's he's been around. He knows he knows what's up. Well, you need to go see my buddy in Georgia. We're talking the state or the country? No, Tbilisi. Okay. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Well, because there's a good chance I'll be going through Georgia to get into Russia. Yeah, you got to go see this guy. Yeah? He's fucking gold. Okay. Fucking gold, yeah. dude. Any connections I can get, I'll take. Yeah, he just started... Uh, <clears throat> it's funny, I had him on the show over the phone. Yeah? <clears throat> and he was like off the fucking coast of... I don't know. He was working on his ship. His bike was in... He had one bike in Japan and one bike in Russia or something. Anyways, he told me, he was like, yeah, after all this, I'm going to start up a tour company in Nepal. No kidding. A couple years go by. Next thing you know, I'm over in Nepal with Bear and Motorcycle Sherpa. Oh, yeah. Doing Nepal. Yeah. And then that dude hits me up. And then he fucking finds me. No, he hits me up before I go there. And then finds me <coughs> at a bar in Nepal and just walks up to me and starts talking shit. i never seen this guy before, <laughs> dude. And my buddies that I'm with are like, you know this guy? And I'm like, I, yeah, I, maybe? <laughs> no, like, maybe this voice sounds familiar and it's fucking yeah. Pat over there fucking. No way. Yeah. So once the pandemic happened and Paul got fucking hammered. Uh-huh. He moved to Georgia, bought a fleet of bikes. No kidding. He's starting a tour company. It's called Onward. Onward Motorcycle Tours, I think. Oh, no way. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, he invited me out. Uh, actually, when I was doing the Colorado BDR, the only time the fucking helmet took a phone call was him calling me from Tbilisi. Awesome. Like, hey, you need to come here, like, right now. <clears throat> yeah. And I was like, well, uh, you know, <laughs> Afghanistan is in the news a lot right now. Like, I don't <laughs> know if my family's going to be stoked about me flying. Well, I mean, he's like, I know it's totally separate, but you got to think about the optics of, yeah. you know, the people that love me here. Like, Yeah, Georgia's a whole different country. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. Not that I was concerned, but, you know. Right. They weren't going to be, you know. i got to keep my support system supported, right? And not well, anxious. And you, could always, you could always plan your Georgia trip around the time that I'm there. Well, that is also a thought. That'd be cool. Whenever that is. May, yeah. maybe? Nope. Not happening. Nope. No, I'm pretty much booked That's till November. That's like a few months away, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, well, you're busy influencing. I am. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I gotta fucking Damn straight. Got to show people what's up, dude. <laughs> got to show them. Oh, so that'll be cool. Yeah, you'll have to go see him. Yeah. That'll be, that'll All right. be a good stop. Yeah, because that, that's one of the potential entry points. Was th- through Georgia. When he's done all that. He's done Russia. He'll be like a great that'd source of information. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, he's fucking okay. he's solid gold, dude. Yeah. yeah, let's make that happen. Um, Sweet, so what else are you going to hit while you're over there? Are you going to go to that fucking crazy church with all the skulls? Probably. I definitely want to get into Moscow and see Red Square and do all the classic Moscow touristy stuff. Um, but then, you know, like, once you leave Moscow... I feel like you're kind of headed into the wilderness at that point, you know? I mean, there's plenty of towns and plenty of cool stuff to see. Lake Baikal is out there. want to check that out. want to dip into Mongolia. Uh, there's a point there where the Trans-Siberian Highway gets pretty close to the Mongolian border. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I'm, I'm that close. I'm right there. I got to Yeah, I mean, there's down. no roads in Mongolia. You just, like, ride Yeah, well, there's the a road terrain. down to the capital. Well, I mean, so but... So it be, like, down to the capital and back, what probably. I understand, it's, like, all... Like, you can just traverse the whole landscape. I know, and I really kind of want to, like, get off into the wilderness. You away from drone, the cities. dude. I know, dude, but... You really do need one. <sighs> I want to see your chopper just, like, 
rolling across the tundra with like horses riding next to you with the big flags. Uh, you know? Can like, you imagine? Some dude on horseback, and they're just like whipping across the fucking tundra of my chopper. I'd oh, be so sick. I mean, I got to ride with wild horses one day, and yeah. it was like the most amazing thing I ever. Bet. Like just like seeing wild horses running next to your chopper going down the road. Oh, it'd be absurd. Be I totally was like, absurd. I like levitated on my. Ch- like it was just like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh huh, yeah, dude. We, we you got to share that with us, dude. I know. There's been talk of drone. There's been talk of a drone. So I recently just got I just hope one. I have better luck with that than I did my GoPro. Well, I got one recently. Fucking Harley sent me a drone and a GoPro for Christmas. You know, Ooh, like nice. an influencer thing, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, no strings attached. And I was like, obviously, you guys don't know my record. Fucking camera shit, you know? <laughs> I took it out. I was going to film Nick on my driveway just to, like, play with it. Uh-huh. Bam! Fucking wire. Highline pole. Fucking oh, no. Totaled it. First day. <laughs> like, Shit. <laughs> Put that in the bag. Glad they weren't expecting anything out of that. <laughs> uh, but I had one. I had a, a Maverick, and I got pretty good with it. The, first, the last one I lost, it just fell off my adventure sportster on the way to Sturgis. Yeah. But, dude, the technology's there, and it's reasonable. I mean, yeah. if you're spending fucking seven grand to get your chopper over there, yeah. we need to see you riding across Mongolia, dude. Well, yeah, with some wild horses. Or whatever, dude. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you could teach an Indian to fly it, you know, one of the natives. And then just have them follow me. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. I I'll mean, that's what the Eric guy does. I'll he literally takes camera gear and just gets people to film him. Yeah. Yeah, that it, it makes sense. You know how much they would love to fly a drone? <laughs> but you gotta, you got to know how to do it, though. To some degree, no? Nah. It's like a video game, dude. They got video games over there. <laughs> It's really easy. Well, like, they, it really is. And there's and probably not a, probably isn't a lot of uh, Highline wires. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to worry Mongolia about crashing into shit. Mongolia even Except has a lot of you, dude. They're like, has a lot look of how close I'm zooming in. Wham! Fucking uh, right in the face. Takes me out. What happened to Charlie? He got taken out by his own drone you in gotta Mongolia. Take, yeah, he got taken out by a drone that ended up in a Russian prison. <laughs> Haven't seen him in 12 years. Pretty sure he's back uh, to drinking. Yeah. If you put your ear next to a vodka bottle, you can hear him yelling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Man, this is going to be a sweet trip, dude. I had no yeah. idea that all this was going down. Yeah. I'm, I think I've just started to kind of wrap my head around it. Because this, this first two months was just kind of like, I've just been out kind of messing around. Making sure your rings are good. Yeah, make sure the rings are good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, dick. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I guess I was talking to you about, like, have you traveled by yourself or with people? Yeah. Um, you know, until this last year, most of my trips have been solo. You know, like, like you say, it's right. hard to get other people to sign on, to make shit happen when you got it in your head. Yeah. It's just easier to just roll. It's way right? easier. Well, going to Nepal with Motorcycle Sherpa and traveling with a group of people, like, boom, it was just like, oh, my gosh, this is like really fucking cool to like yeah with the right group of people share awesome. these experiences and like right especially over there when you can't talk to the locals right at least i can't i mean no, you can't but you can't like have a real deep conversation <clears throat> uh so that's kind of what inspired me to go on the last couple of trips like the next one i did after that was with my buddy mike we went down to copper canyon okay yep. and i was like dude this is great you know with the right people and then, and then i took the other guys down to uh the devil's backbone did the Oh, right. Trip. Yeah. And 
it was just fucking awesome. Yeah, with oh. the right group of people, it really adds. It, it really does. adds to it. It yeah. does. I mean, yeah, flying solo definitely has its upsides, but you definitely kind of miss out on sharing those experiences with somebody. Well, you know, like at least firsthand, like going, in the moment. Yeah, you know? it's not going down right. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, it's like yeah. those in those days where it's like, like today, when it's like miserably cold and windy. It's like, you know, if you're running with your buddy, you can kind of like get off the bike. And you the, can look and, over at him and see he's suffering too. Yeah, that's enough. You know, stop, bitch and moan about it a little bit. Instead, I'm just like complaining, you know, complaining to the lady behind the counter at the gas station. She doesn't care. No, she does not. But I'm just like, oh, it's so cold out there. She's like, yeah, I know, dude. Yeah, it's you're February. A fucking motorcycle. Like, why, why are you even out here? Well, I'm going to Russia. Yeah, I'm going to Russia. I'm going I mean, to Siberia right now. Yeah, where do you think I'm going? God, Obviously. Who, how many gas station attendants even believe you? I don't think any of them. No. I think they all just think I'm lying to them. No, they definitely think you're lying. Yeah, which is fine, whatever. Yeah. I don't really care. I'll never see them again anyway. So you're going to write, are you going to like document this? Is there going to be like well, passages we can read? Yeah, definitely Roads for Journeys uh, is the blog that'll be like the more regular updates. Um and then Cycle Source Magazine, of course, which would be the monthly, you know, articles. But Roger for Journeys is going to be more the two to three times a week updates. Wow. Kind of thing. So. And so you then, got a computer with you? Yeah. Yeah, I got my laptop with me. Yeah. Haven't broken it yet, so that's good. Well, it's still really early. <clears throat> it's still, yeah, dude. <laughs> I know. I mean, anything can happen at this point. I mean, pretty soon here, I'll just be down to having these, like, carrier pigeons, like, send mail. I don't know, dude. Those Moscow bags are pretty fucking nice, dude. Pretty. I tried to find... So they made an orange and black set for the KTMs a couple years ago. Yeah. And I tried to find a set of those <clears throat> for the Pan America. Couldn't find them? Couldn't find no, them? Well, there was, like, a limited run. Oh. You know, they just do the black and gray. Yeah, they have the green ones now, too. Well, yeah, they've been trying new stuff, but yeah. mainly it's black and gray. Dude, their but stuff is awesome, though. It really awesome. is impressive. Because, I, you know, I, I had heard about Moscow, you know, through some buddies that are into adventure bikes and them being obviously like an ADV company or focus company. <clears throat> um, you know, you're not, you don't see them on Harleys. But so I, I had known about them and I had been looking at their stuff online for a long time. And I was always, you know, looked at that Reckless 80 setup, which is what I ended up with. And, um, but I, I felt like it was a bit of a stretch that it would actually work on my motorcycle. I was worried about them hanging down too far. So finally, I saw that they were going to be at a trade show in Colorado. Oh, you went to that one? So I hit him up. I was like, hey, are you guys going to have this Reckless 80, like, complete setup there? And they're like, yeah, we are. Like, so if I bring my bike down, can I put it on the bike and try it and see what happens? And they're like, absolutely. Stop on by. So I did. I went over there, put it on the bike, and it was like it was made for it. It was incredible. I'm like, this is perfect. You didn't build brackets or nothing for it? Nothing. Didn't do anything. Put it on, strap it into place, done. Perfect fit. And I think the more you use it, like when you... You're gonna really like them. There's just oh, a I lot of little them. features that I saw yeah. when, when I, like when I, when I rode to California in December last year. Yeah, uh, went to this thing with BMW at Rawhide. You know? Uh huh. Yeah. And one of the instructors had those bags. Yeah. And I kept seeing them like, just the just little things about them. I was yeah. like, oh, that would be handy as fuck. Like the little thing on the outside that extends. You could like when you get groceries at the end of the day. You oh can, right. Like, you know, stick it out to here, fill it with yeah. shit, and. 
It's a really well thought out system. And I think where they have a big leg up on a lot of these other companies is that it's owned and operated and those bags are designed by people who ride a ton. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're, they're basically building these things for themselves, essentially. Yep. You know, they go out and try it and they're like, no, let's add this, let's change that. And they end up with a pretty sweet product, but you know, by the time they it's all said and done. They make a sweet product. They make a sweet product. It's not even that horribly expensive either for what it is. No. I mean, it's not cheap, but compared to a lot of luggage out there, I think it's pretty fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good shit. Yeah. Now, I just got the uh, dry bags from Harley. Yeah. Just the roll top, which right. are fucking great. The one thing I wish they had, though, is like something on the side to like. And they got shit to add it. I'm going to have to get creative as I start traveling more. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, going from my chopper to that. Just t- two giant dry bags. Yeah. Is, you know. Yeah, it's way more storage than you would ever get on a chopper. Yeah. And that's kind of what the nice thing about that setup of mine is. It's like I feel like I'd, I now have the storage capabilities of a big adventure bike. Well, you do. But on my chopper. Yeah. I'm like, it's the best of both worlds. Because that was kind of the issue is that, like, on this trip, <clears throat> my previous setup was good. I ran it for years. But I knew for this trip in particular, it was like, man, I'm adding to like a lot of spare parts and I don't know where I'm going to put all this stuff. So that was kind of the motivation behind it. It's like, I need just like a, a little bit more storage space. Yep. And more functional too, because before I had basically everything in one giant bag, which got really annoying because you couldn't separate things out. Yeah, I don't do that. <clears throat> where now I can like separate things and it's have so, organized. It's so and, important. Like I usually have like three bags. Yeah. Like that's see, it just, doesn't pack yeah. up nice on the chopper. It no. doesn't like look cool, you know, to have like everything in one bag, mm-hmm. and you know. But that's just not functional when you're traveling. No, it's not. No. Yeah. So it's, it's worked out well. So good. what kind of like camp setup do you got? You got a tent and a bag. Or you got a bag. What's tent, the- sleeping bag, camp pad, all the typical camping stuff. Yeah. Although in all fairness, I haven't hardly used any of it on this trip so far. Yeah. My sleeping bag, you know, a few nights outside, but. Did a lot of couch surfing, then in between couch surfing hotels. Yep. You know, like last night, I almost I almost slept outside last night. Man, it's a damn good thing I didn't. Because about midnight last night, that wind kicked up to about 70 miles an hour. Lightning, thunder, hail. Did it hail out there? <laughs> yeah, it hailed out there. It was gnarly. It's like, man, I haven't seen a lightning storm in a long time. Really? Well, Colorado, we don't get it much. And uh, it's been winter, you know, so it's like to, to, to see a storm like that in February for me, it was a little odd, <laughs> but it, it definitely was like, I'm a, definitely was like, man, I'm glad I got a hotel because that would have been miserable. Yeah, it would have been. And I, I thought about it. After and then I the temperature plummeted anyway. I should have just told you to come here. I should have, dude. I mean, last night I should have just pushed on and came here. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't expect that. I knew it was going to cool down today. I didn't expect it I to do what it did. I didn't know it was going to rain, dude. I had to, in my underwear last night, my <clears> wife was like, you know, said something about the rain tonight. And I was like, what? Yeah, I had no idea it was going to rain last night. So then, then I'm Not outside at like, I don't know, it wasn't late. It was like 9.30 or something. Yeah. It wasn't even cold. Yeah. I went outside thinking I was going to be cold in my underwear. I had Crocs and underwear on. And I was like, oh, it fucking feels... Yeah. Which made me also think that it could be a gnarly storm because when it's warm out and the storm comes in uh, in the wintertime, it's like... Yeah. That's when it gets pretty crazy. Yeah, it was, it was a wild one. Yeah. Anson, what, you were only, fuck, like, 
140 miles. 140 miles. Yeah, you could have made it easy. You could have made easy. it in time for dinner, dude. Easily. Yeah. No, instead I wanted to go wander around downtown Anson, look at all the dilapidated and empty buildings. Yeah. There's not a lot to see there. It's an old opera house. It looks like it hasn't actually had an opera in it for about 100 years. Probably hasn't. No, probably not. No. Opera. Uh, good barbecue place, though. West Texas. Sugar Shack, I think it's called. Really? It's called Sugar Shack. Sugar Shack. Yeah, brisket, mac and cheese. It was good. Fuck yeah, dude. I had some really good fucking barbecue the other day in uh, Lockhart at Kreitz. Yeah? Oh, fuck. Amazing. It wasn't even. Dude, the smoke room was like as big as this shop. Wow. It was so sick. The building was fucking huge and old. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking. Yeah, Texas barbecue. Dude, they just ain't. If they're, yeah, if they're around, usually it's pretty good. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so I, yeah, I pulled an Anson, uh, went and grabbed dinner, wandered around downtown for a little bit. Then this morning got up, highly unmotivated, because it was super cold and windy outside. So then I basically made it like three blocks to the coffee shop, sat in the coffee shop for about an hour, listened to like six old cowboys. Nice. around bullshit. And yeah, they weren't getting in a hurry either. No, they were all about 70 years old and... Basically, spent apparently spent their morning just complaining about yuppies and city folk. Yeah, so, sounds so, about right. So I, so I just kind of hid in the corner. Like, oh, I hope they don't notice me. Yeah, <laughs> they noticed you. Oh boy, they noticed you. That's yeah. why they were talking about that. <laughs> These motherfuckers coming through our town. No, yeah, they're, they they're better cool. not stay. No, matching cowboy hats is cool. <laughs> they did not have matching cowboy hats. They were pretty similar. They were similar, but they weren't matching. No, they weren't matching. No, there's no way. No, they were cool. Uh, yeah, so basically sat there, and then finally I was like, it was like, I don't know, 9.30, and I was like, well, I can't sit here all day. So are you going to go visit your wife in Kuwait? I don't know. I mean, there was talk of like maybe trying to like meet her in Kuwait City if she can get a pass to get off base. Cause so Kuwait, she's, she's Kuwait just City's stationed there. We're not like fucking killing people over there, are we? I mean, in my mind... She's like a double agent spy, low crawling across the desert. So she's like not even in Kuwait. Assassinating people she's, left and right. Yeah. She's not even in Kuwait. It's just, a, it's just a cover she's story. She's like, wait a second, you're here? Yeah. Well, I'm... Yeah, I'm in a foxhole. Yeah, I'm in Russia. Yeah. I'm on the road of bones yeah. right now. I'm right behind I'm you. I'm making my own road of bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean, what she does in my mind is like probably not even remotely close to what's actually happening, but yeah. it's... Pretty rad. That so is I rad. Know. I don't know. It'd be cool to go visit her. I mean, she's probably just out driving Maybe tanks and blow, lunch. blowing stuff up. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Hey, you want to meet for lunch? Yeah. She's like, yeah, hang on. I've got to take down this building. <laughs> yeah. All right, babe. You got it. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll get to see her. It's all up in the air. I have no idea. Hmm. I mean, hopefully it works out, but there's no guarantees in this stuff. No, no. Not when you're on a trip like that. So did you talk to anybody that's been over there and ridden? Like, what kind of homework have you done? Uh, yeah, quite a bit, actually. Um, uh, my buddy Paul, he's, he's ridden across Russia a few times. So he's been a wealth of knowledge when it comes to this stuff. Uh, started making connections with people in Moscow, connection with a guy in Vladivostok, which is on the east side. So he'll be somebody that, you know, hopefully I'll see basically at the end of the trip, essentially. Um, 
started doing the research on how to get our bikes from Magadan to Vladivostok and then back to the U.S., which may involve South Korea, probably will involve South Korea. Really? <clears throat> There's a ferry that takes you from basically Vladivostok to South Korea. It's an overnight um, deal. And then uh, probably ship it out of Seoul is what I'm thinking. Damn, that's where they had the Olympics, right? Yeah. Yeah. When was that? That was a while back. Not too long ago. No. Because I don't think we can ship out of Eastern Russia. I think we have to get it to South Korea. I think you're probably right about that. There's very much going on. <laughs> I don't think there's boats going from Russia to America. No, and I'll probably put it on a plane again anyway. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, I mean, the reason why I'm putting it on a plane this time around is because if I put it on a boat, I'm worried I may not see it for like two months. Are you going to go to Germany? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, in fact, I got a buddy over there who said he wanted to hop on for a few weeks. Yeah, right I got some Europe friends in Germany me. you should go see, too. Yeah. The guys at WW Cycles, Cannonball. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, there's quite a few people over there I'm going to see. Um, Beer Poot from the Rogues MC over there in Belgium. Okay. Probably going to see him. Um, hang out there at Clubhouse for a few days. What about the kind UK? You can be in the UK? I've had a lot of people hit me up in the UK. Yeah, there's Definitely. a bunch of the UK listeners I got. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've had quite a few people over there hit me up, actually. Wait a second. Are you gonna, where are you going to be in August? You're not going to be there. No, August will be in Eastern Russia by yeah, that point. Be. Yeah. Because they're doing a fucking, they're doing like a, what they're calling the Nomad Run in the oh, UK. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. That does look pretty cool. Um, my niece is actually going to school in Scotland, so I'm hoping to go see her. Nice. Um, I mean, I have my old next door neighbors in Colorado now live in Switzerland, so I'm gonna go visit them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that chopper club in Italy, go hang out with those guys. Yeah, dude, I've, I've got a pretty good network, and a lot of these people are you know people that I've met from previous trips to Europe. So yeah, this ain't your first time over there. No, it's not the first time. So I'll be going back to see a lot of people. Were you on your bike that last time? Yeah. You took your bike over there once already. Yeah, yeah. How did you get it over there last time? On a boat. Yeah. Yeah, a big container ship. And then my, my wife and I actually went with them on that same con, on the same container ship. Really? So we did 11, 11 days across the Atlantic between, where was it, Wilmington, North Carolina? Over to um, Antwerp, Belgium. Yep. So, yeah, that was kind of cool. I bet that was cool. Yeah. Hang was out. it like a, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't like a cruise ship, but was it? No, like it was a, a full-blown giant container ship. <laughs> it's a big working, working ship. How many other people mm -hmm. were on there? Did you have to take your own food? Or were you no, like there was five passengers, my wife and I, and three others, and then the crew, and that was it. You get to eat with them? or Yeah. Yeah, we ate with the crew every night. Did they put you to work? No. They didn't? No. I guess there's not much work to be done out there. Yeah, just float around the ocean. I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. What was the lodging like on that thing? I, 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 I like to tell people it was equivalent to like, like a $50 a night Super 8. You know, like not terrible. No. Not great. But, but 11 nights of it. Yeah, dude, it was pretty rough. It, yeah. turns, it turns out I get seasick, which I didn't really realize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, like, I've been on smaller boats and been okay, and, and I've had my moments of like, oh, I don't really feel that great, you know? But I was like, yeah, it was a big ship. 
I'd be a little better. Yeah, I thought the big ships were easier. No, it was terrible. Really? So I basically spent like nine of those 11 days like throwing up. It was pretty bad. Dude, I got sick on the boat crossing Sea of Cortez. Did you? Yeah, but I don't think it was seasickness. Oh, little Montezumas? I think it was that the fucking piss bucket oysters we ate before we left. Yeah, gross. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. You never know. You know, that was, I was expecting it to be like a container type ferry, but it was like a fucking cruise ship, dude. Yeah. Bar. Well, that's for set up for passengers. Yeah. Yeah, A a container ship is. I don't know why I thought it wasn't going to be. I thought it was going to be easy. No. I mean, I thought it was going to be like we were going to be on a deck. Oh. Like, I thought it was going to be like hammocks. You probably had your own room and stuff, right? Well, we had not at first, but somebody bailed, so we got a room. Oh, cool. Which was great because I needed a shower. Yeah. Because it got nasty. Yeah. I would imagine, dude. I've had the Montezumas. It's pretty ugly. Rough, dude. Yeah. You end up taking like six showers a day. Yeah. You're like, this is gross. That's what happened when we went down to Copper Canyon, dude. As soon as we got to the furthest point, Bato Pilas. Yeah. I was fucked, dude. I shit myself going down (laughs) Copper Canyon, dude. Yeah, so bad. Oh, it was fucking gnarly. That's Mm -hmm. a spot you need to go to. Go down Copper Canyon. That shit is fucking so sick, dude. Down to Bato Pilas? Bato Pilas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, I don't know why crazy. I didn't go down at this time. I, I went right past the turnoff. I'm in the Pacific Northwest I, I in saw the sign. I saw the sign for it and thought, I should probably go down there. But then I was like, yeah, I'll do it next time. Because the road I was on was already an awesome road. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if it can get any better. This road's already amazing. Well, it fucking did. It, plus, you know, I already had, yeah, plus, I had it in my mind. I wanted to go back to wintertime. <laughs> I, I was like, so. it's, too, it's too nice down here. Yeah, it looks way too nice Although, down that being road. said, that first, <coughs> week, that first week in Mexico was actually pretty cold. Going through was it? Creole and doing all that. It was cold, yeah. Oh, so you went to Creole? Uh-huh. And you didn't go to Batapilas? Correct. Yeah, I took that road straight south out of Creole, which is where I saw the turnoff. Yeah. But then... I don't know. I don't, unless I had a reason at the time, I don't know Dude, what it was. Well, you just hadn't had somebody like me tell you that that's not not acceptable. No, I did. Oh, you, oh, oh I, no, my no. God. No, I had other you people. Knew. I, no, I had other people tell me it was unacceptable to not go there. It is. Which is probably why I didn't do it. And I was like, nah, you can tell me where to go. It was insane. So, you know, like the devil's backbone, there's not like a lot of uh, viewing. You know, I like guess there's, you know. There's a couple spots where you can uh-huh. see. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got some pretty cool vista points. But for the most part, not really. Yeah. The, uh, the road to Batopilas, you're literally like going down in the biggest fucking canyon ever. Awesome. It's fucking We'll insane. see now. I've got a reason to go back. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to come up from the south because that's where the road ends. Well, it doesn't end, but the... Are you going to do the dirt road coming out of it? I'm going to come into Batopilas and ride out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, which I actually thought about doing on that last trip because I was looking at the map and I was like, man, is that? I was like, if I go down to Bada PS and keep going, turns the dirt. I was like, but it's considerably shorter, but it's obviously going to be considerably slower. Yeah. But then, it, but the problem was that. But I was like, well, but if I go that way, then I can't do Devil's Backbone because it's going to take me the wrong direction. So at the end of the day, I was like, man, I'm going to go do the Devil's Backbone. Yeah, the Devil's Backbone was sick. I didn't want to miss that. Yeah, I talked to a guy at the bottom of the Baja. He was on a KTM, and he had done those dirt roads. Yeah. 
the couple months prior to that. And he was like, dude, it was sick. Like, I there bet. There was fucking cartel everywhere. Was there? Yeah, he was like, it's pretty sketchy. Like, you just have to ride by them. They're like shuffling shit from truck to truck. Oh, dude. On arms with guns everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Asking if he'd seen police and shit. Wow. I believe it. Oh, those, yeah. those guys don't care about us, though. No, they don't. I mean, I'm more concerned with the federales down there. Yeah, see, I don't really get people because people ask that all the time. You know, it's like, you know, especially when I was down there, I was getting so many messages from people be like, man, isn't it dangerous down there? Isn't it dangerous down there? And my response every time is like, stop watching the news, stay out of East St. Louis, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Like, You've been to Chicago? Chicago. <laughs> like, like, there are so many more dangerous places in this world. I, well, I don't like, know that you can say that. Because there is, here's, I mean, we, here's the deal. The odds are pretty good that you're going to be fine. Yes. But when 100%. shit hits the fan over there, like, have you talked to Kiwi about his experience going yeah. down there? Have you seen the video where no. he's just like dead people laying on the fucking road? He yeah. came up right after some shit happened. You know, like, but those dead people were probably either other cartel members. Oh no, they absolutely were. Yeah. They weren't like fucking travelers. But no. if you roll up on that situation, they're not gonna wave at you. They're not gonna <laughs> pull up. They're not gonna lay off the trigger and be like, "Go ahead, you know, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, American." Yeah, that's probably valid. You know, I mean, and dude, and I've heard of, and really where it's gnarliest is right along the border. Right, like that's where the desperate people are doing desperate things. Right, and that's really what you got to worry about is like. That last the cartel miles guys, they got shit the going on, right? Like, they're not... Yeah, they're busy. They're busy. On the border where you got people that are in desperate times trying to get to America and right. doing desperate things, that's... Yeah. yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I mean, because I, I, I was I real hesitant on how to even talk about the trip down there because, you know, it went great for us. Right. But I don't want to tell everybody that it's going to go great for them. Because if you go down there with the wrong attitude, you well, know, here's, you know and, and us not drinking... Not that I didn't drink while I was down there. I drank while I was down there. Yeah. But that keeps you out of some shit. It does. You hang out at a bar, smart off to the wrong guy, and not even, you know, not even in a way that would be considered smarting off in America. Right. You know, like, you can get yourself... Into a pickle pretty into quick. A, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. You just got to have some common sense, you know? And, yeah, don't... You know, I wouldn't recommend hanging out at a small-town bar at midnight. Like, that's probably not smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, just, just, yeah, have a little common sense, a little bit of street smarts, you'll be fine. But, but that's the same advice I give to somebody traveling anywhere in the world. Yeah. Not just Mexico. Like, that, I feel like that applies to anywhere. It does. Including here in the U.S. It does. Like, don't roll into some place you don't know anybody and start being a tool. Yeah, start like, being an obnoxious you'll, American. You'll probably get your ass kicked. Yeah, I mean... It is, it is different down there. It is. It is definitely different down there. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's unsafe to the level that the media likes to, to lead on. No, absolutely not. You know, because I think a lot of Americans have this idea that the second you cross the border, you're, you're, you're a target. I'm like, well, there's a, there's a zone right there. There's different places. See, I disagree. I, I mean, right totally there along the border. That. I mean, I've talked to people. For the most part, you're going to be fine. Yeah. But you, you, I would say within like that 30-mile range, yeah. especially in South Texas area, yeah, you know, you are a target. Yeah. 
But every even don't be down stupid. there, like it depends <laughs> don't on what be it depends on what person you talk to down there. Like where we went down to uh, Batopilas that uh-huh. trip, the road I wanted to go on, the I mean the road we ended up going on, like depending on which person, which Mexican I asked, yeah, I'd get a different answer. You know, right. like some of them would say that's not smart for anybody to go down, and I'm like, well, hopefully Mike didn't hear that because because we're going. That's where we're going. You know, <laughs> like then you talk to somebody else, and he's just like. Well, I mean, you know, you'll probably be fine. Like, I mean, yeah. the biggest concern is like breaking down in one of those places where like right. the people traveling those roads are like, you know, they're not. Yeah. I mean, that being said, when I came back, I definitely like topped off the tank a hundred miles from the border. I didn't stop until I got there. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that was only primarily only because I knew that I was I was going right along that, um, right along the state line of Tamaulipas, where Tamaulipas at the moment probably isn't the best place to be. Tamaulipas, where is that? Tamaulipas. It's uh, it's kind of that easternmost state, right along the Texas border. Um, right down there by Matamoros. Yeah, kind of that area. Yeah. So I was coming. I, I was I was re-entering the U.S. at Falcon which put me right along that state line of Tamaulipas. In fact, you actually dip into Tamaulipas for a hot minute right before you get to the crossing. And knowing that if there's anywhere in that country you don't want to be, it's probably right where I'm about to go. (laughs) So that being said, use a little common sense. Yeah. Top off the tank 100 miles from the border and just get there. Like, I ain't stopping for gas. I ain't stopping for tacos. Not stopping to take a picture. Yeah. I'm just going to go. No problems. Sailed right through the border. Mm-hmm. In fact, that turned out to be a pretty sweet crossing point because there was, like, nobody there. Nobody's crossing legally right there. Or illegally. I didn't see hardly anybody. It was quiet. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much pulled up to the gate. Well, but yeah, well, you're not going to see the illegal crossings happening, but well, I, no. that shit's happening down there in I'm South sure, Texas. I'm sure it I probably is. Guarantee <laughs> it's yeah. happening. I met this guy up in uh, in Idaho, and he went down and filmed with some border some border patrol guys. Mm-hmm. Dude, the shit that he saw, it, yeah, it's madness. It's fucking right, dude. It's just fucking crazy. Yeah, you know, like That's cartels, like. You know, you can only cross with a wristband if you ain't got the wristband on. And they Holy like cow. they got their patrols set up along just like we do. Yeah. You know? Wow. <laughs> so I, they're fucking crazy. It's, Those people are desperate, man. They, which is wild because you go down there and you meet some people <clears throat> in Mexico. It's like, they, they don't care to come here. Right. You know, like my friends in Chihuahua, they want to come here and ride motorcycles to, to yeah. visit. Right. They're, they don't fucking have any desire to move here. Yeah, yeah. But then you got like, and then you got like the fucking, those Indians in Copper Canyon, those little short people oh, that fucking yeah. can run forever. Right. You know. Yeah. The, yeah, they have a very Peruvian look to them. Yeah, you saw them in Creel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Little sure. girls in the dresses and yep. they're like this fucking tall. Yeah, I thought I was in Peru for a second. <laughs> they're small, dude. I was like, I must have made a wrong, a wrong turn somewhere. I love it, though. The way they dress is all brightly colored. It's yeah. awesome. What's crazy is being on those roads sometimes, yeah. and then you just see somebody off in the trees. Yeah. Walking. Like, not on the side of the road. Yeah. They're like... And you're like, where are you going? They got some trail. You haven't seen anything in miles, yeah. dude. And there's, there's like, just somebody, like, w- walking through the trees. Yeah. 
You know, that's the first thing I would think. I was like, where are you going? Where are you coming from? You, you had to have been walking it for hours. It was also crazy is how much land is down there. It's mm-hmm. like, I guess it's government owned. Oh, you is know, it? Like, there's no like campgrounds in Mexico. No, there isn't. You know, like, no. People don't just like, hey, we're going to go camp no. in this beautiful area. I mean, why would you? I mean, you pretty much, I mean, a lot of them are basically living outside anyway. Why would you go to a campground? Yeah, I don't know. But no, this, camp, no, camping is not a culture in Mexico. No, you know how naive I am. Like, I didn't even know that the Mexicans went on vacation. You know, like, and then I get to Creel, and it's like a tourist spot yeah, for totally. Mexicans to go to. Yeah. And I was just like, oh. That yeah, is like a big they, outdoor mecca for, like, four-wheelers, yeah. dirt bikes. Yeah. Did you go to the waterfalls? Basasasichas? Mm. No, I don't remember seeing any waterfalls. Basasasichas? I, I don't know how to say it. Huh. I don't know. Do that wind that gets you excited about riding again? Yeah, I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, the, like the stronger it howls, the more I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ride motorcycles. Texas. Awesome. Texas. I, bet it's, I, bet it's, I bet it's getting colder, too. That'd be cool. Oh, man, dude. How rad it be if it, was, if it started snowing right now? That'd just make my day. It's possible. It's certainly possible. It's, it's possible. Feels like it could snow. Yeah, it's supposed to get down to the 20s tonight. Perfect. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it's... Uh, you know, Daytona, uh-huh. I've ridden there. This will be the first year I haven't ridden there in a while. Okay. Uh, but sometimes the weather's great. Yeah. Sometimes, man. One year, I swear, I was with a wet front all the way there. Like, it's literally. Gotta, it's going to rain down the whole way. I wasn't going to let it go by, and I couldn't get in front of it. Uh-huh. You know, like, it just cold, wet, and rainy the mm-hmm. whole time. I get to Daytona, and they were like, God damn it, Dan, it was nice until you showed up. Oh, you know? no. It was just, like, wet and cold. Yeah. And like, yeah, I haven't God. been to Daytona in four or five years, probably. I've only ever been there once before. Yeah. Dude, so. I fucking love Daytona. And the only reason really why I'm going this time is because i got a couple buddies I want to see. And, and you got to go to Miami there. anyways. I'm going there anyway, so yeah. it's like, well, might as, well, might as well pop in. Fuck yeah. I mean, that's what I love about Daytona. It's like, it's like the first meetup of the year. You yeah. Know, people that I'll see multiple other places right. throughout the year, like, yeah. haven't seen them all winter. Yeah. Uh, two years ago. Yeah, I got to I got to Daytona, and then rode to fucking Key West. Oh yeah. Oh, that That's was where I took my race bike out there. So I drove a truck, with huh. a race bike, and my chopper. Okay. And I offloaded, and I was like, "No." Yeah, maybe it was. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good ride down to Key West from there. But it's a it's great nice. ride once yeah. you get past Miami and Homestead, yeah. and there's fucking key jumping. Yep, it's pretty it's awesome. Pretty fucking sweet, dude. I almost ran out of gas. In Miami, in a toll road, <laughs> like we're in the HOV lane. Oh it was no! Like, have you been on that highway right there? I don't in know Miami? if I've been on that particular one. Oh my god, dude! It's like a five-lane highway. Yeah. Like on just each side's got five lanes, and then they got a two-lane HOV. Oh wow! And everybody's going ninety, and the HOV's got like <clears throat> the fucking concrete barricades. Like there's no shoulder, there's no nothing. Oh, you can't get out of it. Once and then you get I in realized it. that I'm fucking, I don't have any gas. I open my gas cap and I see the bottom of my tank oh, and no. no gas splashing around. I'm like, like not even sure what I'm going to do. Like I'm just going to have to lean my bike up against the concrete yeah, and just climb up on top of it and wait till, right. Some, I, you know, like I don't fucking know what I was going to do. And luckily I like, I got at, like as soon as there was an exit, I got out of there, cut over, got off, and I'm like downtown. There's nothing. No gas stations no around. Gas sta- and yeah. I ran out of gas like on the exit ramp. Oh, so no. I fucking coast down, no gas. And I, I look around. I just put it on the kickstand, smoke a cigarette, and I pull up my map. I'm like, oh, okay, there's a gas station like 
blocks away. So I start pushing that uh-huh. direction. I got to a, a bridge. I got to a drawbridge <laughs> that I had to push my bike up and over. Oh, jeez. I went. Out, I went out and checked to see if there was a boat coming. Yeah. Because I didn't want to like get halfway out there. Yeah, get halfway out there and then it start raising up. <laughs> like, have you ever had to check for boats while pushing your <laughs> gasless no, motorcycle? <laughs> I didn't even know that that was like a possibility yeah that's a, like, yeah yeah that's like one of those scenarios that hasn't ever even crossed your mind no you can't make that up no i had, I had to check for boats mm-hmm. and then once i got there you know i like i don't just like sit on my bike and ride it down into the gas station yeah but yeah i had to look for boats in miami <laughs> but you made it i made it i did that's good it. Dude, it was good and then i ran into a dirt bike gang after that Oh, that sweet. was sick. Yeah. Fucking riding around with four wheelers and dirt bikes. Oh yeah, one of those groups. It was fucking cool. What do they call them? They have a name for them for, for those, don't they? Dirt bike guys. Has out on okay. Uh, there was like a the, the a twelve term. o'clock boys. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, there's fucking crews all over the country, man. Yeah, there is. That do there that is. shit. Yeah. It's pretty wild seeing a mob through town, dude. Oh, I like, bet. Being in it, like literally, we're going down this road, and from like. Sidewalk to sidewalk in the median, both side like yeah, taking over the whole road. Everybody's just going, dude. Mm-hmm. It was like, fuck, this is so cool. And all my chopper, they're all just looking at me like I'm an idiot. You yep. know, like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm not on a dirt bike. Yeah, I was like popping wheelies and shit. Next thing you know, I got a flat front tire. Yep. Yeah, I fucking put a. Uh, I had a kid, I stopped and got some fix a flat. You know, I'm like, I'm just gonna keep going. Uh-huh. I'll take yeah. care of this later. Puts a fixed flat in there, and then I strap the, uh, the fixed flat to my handlebars. Yeah. Riding, and I'm on the, one of those bridges. Oh, no. Like, oh, I feel that ocean breeze, you know? Was that bottle about to explode? No, it, I'd already poked a hole in it. So it was just like fix a flat covering my face, dude. <laughs> the sticky shit. Next thing you know, I'm like, just like got sticky shit oh, all no. over my face, the sand, the dirt. I was fucking nasty. Oh, dude. no. You ever been covered in fix a flat? Never fix a flat, no. Yeah, it's. It's sticky. You know, mm-hmm. like, it didn't, I mean, my face wasn't flat after that. I would hope not. So. Oh, that's funny. Don't put it on your handlebars. And you walk into a gas station like that. You got mags, though, don't you? Back away from you. you no, got I got mags? spokes. You got spokes. Uh-huh. I run the rear tubeless. I got a tube in the front. I always talk about converting that front to tubeless, but I've never gotten around to it. Did you convert it. the back or just get one? No, I converted it. You converted it? Yeah. With a bunch of glue and a fucking band? Yeah, they got that paste, that tar stuff you kind of kind of paint on it. Yeah. Works good. It's been on there for years. Yeah. Huh. Well, because I run that car tire on there. So you're not really going to get a tube in there anyway. Oh, So you kind of yeah. have to. That's right. You got a car tire back there. Yeah. Dude, I bet that was fun on the devil's backbone. Just going up on edge. See, I don't feel it. Time. You don't? don't? No. To me, I'm like, I don't know. But look at that bike, dude. It's not built for handling anyway. It isn't? I mean, a square, square, <laughs> a square, square tire is the least of my worries. Oh, man. You know, if I wanted a bike that handled well, I'd be on pretty much anything else. But you really else. don't notice, like, getting up on the edge no, of the tire? No, because I run it super soft. So oh, I think it just yeah. kind of mushes in the corner anyway. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't feel it. Yeah, my... Yeah, people are always telling me I got a flat. I'm like, that's called suspension. Yeah, so, yeah some guy that's today told me I had a flat suspension. tire. He pulled up next to me. He's like, hey, man, your tires look a little low. Thanks. And actually, uh, a couple <coughs> weeks ago, somebody else did that same thing, too. He's like, hey, man, your tires look a little low. I'm like, cool, thanks. Get, you get to the gas station. I'm like, man, I haven't really 
I haven't checked the tire pressure on that thing for probably a year. Maybe I should do that. It was actually pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was not like, it was like 8 PSI. I was like, yeah, maybe I should put lower on that. Yeah, I think mine's probably at like 12. That's about where I keep mine. 12, 14, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're racing, you know, 15, 16. Like on my dirt bike, I think I keep 16. Yeah. And don't roll any fucking, you know, never yeah. comes off. Yeah. And I'm pushing that fucker through some gnarly rocks. Yeah, I don't worry about tires coming off. No. What kind of rim is that in the back? It's a, it a like a 15-inch motorcycle rim. There's a company out of California that makes them. Okay. So you laced it up to the hub? Yeah, just laced up to a stock hub. Yeah, perfect. Works really well. Yeah. It's good. And then you got your suspension, the soft tail section. Do you have it hard-tailed or you just have... Yeah, it's hard-tailed. Struts in there? No, it's, it's, it's just... Welded up. Yeah, it's been it's been hardtail proper. Proper. Yeah, no struts. Proper. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you had fucking struts on that soft tail. Nah. You're not running the fucking a uh, <laughs> what do you call it? A catheter on this trip, huh? No, I don't no. feel the need to push that hard. All the stuff to piss. What's the fucking what's his name? Bob Marshall. Bob Marshall. Tell me about the the race that you guys had. Fuck, dude, that was so much fun. That was one of the most fun days I think I've ever had on a motorcycle. For real. Yeah, it's like a thousand miles. I'm yeah. gonna break every law imaginable, and I did. Yeah, fucking. Where did you go? Salt Lake City to Coos Bay, Oregon, in like 13 hours. Damn. Thousand miles. That's fucking hustling. It was dude. hustling. But that I had that five gallon auxiliary fuel tank on the back, plus my five gallon main tank. So I had ten gallons of fuel. So I had to stop three times. And uh, yeah, I had that condom catheter, so I didn't have to stop to piss. I had food and water in my tank bag, so I never had to stop to eat or drink. Stop three times for gas. Go. <laughs> when did he get in? Like twenty two hours. 16 something 16? hours. Oh, he wasn't too far behind. Uh, three hours. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty far for a race. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> oh, I was like, shit. oh, I guess I didn't need to push so hard. <laughs> did you see the guy I had on recently that did 100,000 in 100 days? Yeah, that's insane. That's fucking insane, dude. Yeah, that is wildly impressive. And his attitude about it, he was like, he didn't even care if I believed him. Yeah. You know, like, well, why, well, why wouldn't you believe him? I mean, why wouldn't I believe him? Yeah. I mean, there's some questions there. You know, like, <laughs> I needed some answers. And the way he was answering just a handful of the questions, I was like, yeah, I believe this guy. You know, yeah. like, you know, just hearing it from him. I mean, know, yeah. I believed him. No, I questioned it. I mean, I was like, I thought we were going to grill him. I thought we were going to break him, dude. I was going to break him. He's like, all right, I didn't do it, you know? <laughs> He's like, fine, I was at a Motel 6 for 100 days. So, I mean, just think about the maintenance that goes into your bike over the course of 100,000 miles. Yeah, I mean, he probably did, I don't know, how many tire changes and oil changes? Seven. Seven? Seven tire changes. Okay. So that takes some planning. Well, dude, he just would come back to Houston. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah, the dealership would do the oil changes and the tires and check the brakes. He'd be upstairs sleeping. They were like oh, no kidding. crew, dude. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, he... Huh. He was doing oil changes like every 10,000 miles. I think the break-in, he know a little less than that. Yeah. Oh, was that a new bike? Brand new. Not anymore. No. 
100,000 miles. Holy cow. In 100 days. Yeah, dude. That's that's impressive. That's fucking tough, dude. That is major miles. Dude. I would have got bored after the first month. Like, ah, I'm over. Well, and the thing was, is he didn't, he like went out and saw things. <clears throat> like fucking did, I should, I should did a few hundred miles of dirt roads. Huh. Uh, went on hikes. He went sightseeing. I don't even know how you'd have time for that. Well, I think he he's just been like collecting on his map like places that he would like to go see. And yeah, he's he just get on the road. Shot. He wasn't even on interstates, that's dude. Like, that's like power power touring, sleeping for a few hours a day, dude. That's wild. Yeah, I'd like to meet that guy someday. It's pretty awesome. He was just he was over at Jace's last night. He just yeah. did a podcast with Jace. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. I went down to Psalm in Houston and. Yeah, it was. Uh, he raised a hundred thousand dollars. No kidding. For uh, muscular dis- dystrophy. Okay. For kids. That's this cool. company call or this charity called Mile Munchers Inc. Huh. Yeah, Mile Munchers Inc. Okay. Another guy. So the the, the record before him was forty five thousand in forty five days. Okay. I'll see and that guy it. met up with him and rode the last four, rode the last thousand of that guy's 45,000 on the way to 100,000. Holy cow. Just to like pass the torch. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought that was fucking cool. That you is know, awesome. Like, hey, congratulations on breaking my record. Yeah, that's cool when people Keep are like going. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's super fucking cool. Man, I mean even 45,000 or 45 days is that's that's huge. 2002 days. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> Hey, just ride your bike every day for 100 days in a row. I mean, you're going to do that. Yeah. But, I mean, that's tough. Yeah, but I'm, I'm doing like 200 miles a day. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've gotten so lazy. Yeah. Well, no, it's not lazy. You've just learned how to yeah. travel at a pace. Yeah, just stop and hang out in places for no reason. Just pull on the side of the road, stare at the scenery. It's been awesome. It's the way to do it. Yeah. Interstates? Nope. No interstates? No. A little bit. I mean, 13,000 miles into this trip, I bet I've done 500 miles of interstate. Nice. Yeah. A couple times here and there. Like, trying to get out of Seattle, I was like, ah, screw it. Let's hop on I-5 and get south. Get the fuck out of the city. <clears throat> Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so there's been a couple times like that. You skirt most major cities? Yeah. Yeah, I tend to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Can't get into it. I don't like cities. Really? Traffic, people, things happening. I like, yeah. to, I like to go places where things aren't happening, like Anson, Texas. I mean, I, I enjoy seeing cities. Yeah, see, I don't. It doesn't do it for me at all. Really? Uh-uh. Riding through Monterey didn't do it for you? No. Dude, Monterey was so fucking sick. <laughs> it was such a cool, it's like, sits in between those two mountain passes, yeah. two mountain ranges. Like, yeah. The houses, like, go up until they stop on both sides with, like, crazy architecture. Yeah, it's okay. Really? Yeah, it's okay. I prefer oh, the little villages and the small towns. Yeah. Any day. I mean, I, I enjoy those too, but. Yeah. I feel like the, the city, like, I, like, so when we did our trip, the one thing we would do is like, we didn't have plans on where to stay or anything, but kind of like, des- like, hey, let's make it to this spot. And then we'd like find the city, like the old historic city yeah. square, you know, yeah. and go there and park the bikes and wander around a little bit. Kind of check it yeah. out, you know, see what, see the history of the place. And right. I fucking enjoyed the shit out of that. Like, in Durango and Mod. Did you go to Zacatecas? I feel like I did. Where is that? That is like southwest oh. of Torreon. Uh, kind of. I was trying to get to Saltillo that day. Yeah. 
So I pulled into Zacatecas, and I knew I was going to be hard-pressed to make it to Saltillo before dark. So I just basically gassed up and went. Yeah. And then still failed epically. Yeah. Did not make it to Saltillo I mean, before dark. We did dark. Saltillo to Zacatecas in one day. Yeah, I did it in like three Wait, hours. Wait, no, we didn't. We went we went Saltillo to Real de Catorce. Did you go to that spot? No, that doesn't ring a bell at all. Oh, dude. That's <laughs> where we rode through the mining tunnel for miles and then popped out in this oh, like, no fucking kidding? remote village on the side of this mountain. Oh, that looked awesome. It was so sick, Yeah. Dude. Fucking some lady gave me peyote on the side of the road, huh. and then jumped on the bus and left. No way. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, you eat it right now with me. No she, way. Yeah, she breaks it in half and gives it to me. She's just staring at me. It was the most, she was this sweet lady until she broke out the peyote. Uh-huh. And was like, you fucking chew it. <laughs> Hands it to me, and I'm like, okay. Okay, here she, we go. We both chew it together. As soon as I bit into it, I felt this charge. I go from my fucking jaw straight oh, through bet. my insides and out through my fingers and connect me and then, to all the plants I could see. And then you had to get back on your motorcycle? It's like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I don't even know where we're going right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then we then next thing you know, we're fucking riding on a cobblestone road for like 30 miles. Oh, brutal. Everybody's bikes start falling apart. Yeah. Mine quits running immediately. Yeah. Everybody's like, where are we going and why are we on this road, Dan? And I'm like, I don't know. And I just get my bike running and jump on it and take off. <laughs> just like go really fast. I didn't want to answer any questions, you know? <laughs> so then like, then I realized I don't have any gas. I'm like, fuck. And then all, and we're like in the desert. Like there's the cobblestone road and cactus uh-huh. and sand. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, bam, a mirage, a fucking gas station, a yeah. brand new gas station on the side of the cobblestone road. I'm like, no fucking way. So I pull in there, and I'm like, you know, we get gas, and they're asking me where we're going. I'm like, dude, I don't, I just got a hunch. I got a, you know, somebody told me that we need to go this way. Yeah. But at that point, like, the bikes are falling apart. Like, the cobblestone road is, oh, like. Oh, dude, those roads are terrible. It's a fuck, I mean, the, literally, it's a yeah. cobblestone, like, baby head rocks. Yeah. And uh, then we fucking, we leave there. We get to this fucking, just a hole in the side of this mountain. Huh with like little lights swinging. And there's like this lady yelling at us and I just fucking just pass her. We'll come to find out it's like a one way, one directional thing. Like there's not enough room for two way traffic. Yeah, all right. So I'm sure she was like, hey, there's- There's a car coming. There's somebody <laughs> coming, dude. And then that's when I realized the cobblestone road had taken out my headlight. Oh, So shit. now I go into this tunnel and then, and then there's like pitch, there's parts where there's no lights. Uh huh. I don't have a light. And I'm just like using my third eye with the fucking peyote. You know, like, why am I up front? <laughs> and then all of a sudden we made it to the other side. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It was so cool. And it was like popped out in an old Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. It was like fucking, you know, cloth covered tables and awesome. fucking vendors. Awesome. And yeah. The streets are all cobblestone and like. Wow. Up and down. I, I don't go, have my brakes. I gotta go check that out. It was so fucking sick. Awesome. Dude. Yeah, you gotta go there. Yeah. Real de Catorce. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. It's, uh, yeah, yeah it's mind bending. Really. Okay. What's, what's crazy about like the architecture in Mexico is like very, uh, you know, it's not like with Zacatecas, I didn't, it did not seem like we were in Mexico. 
at all. See, I didn't go into Zacatecas at all. I pretty much just skirted the outside of it. Well, see, was, that's so. If you're gonna go and yeah, if you don't go to like the the center of the cities, right? Like we're like where all the action's happening. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah, the cities are kicking the dick. You yeah. Know, like, it's urban sprawl, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So and you know and those are easy words to follow on the sign. It says Centro Historico. So <laughs> it's follow, pretty pretty follow, straightforward. Yeah, follow those signs, dude. <laughs> and then we would figure once we'd get to those places, where, you know, there'd be like somebody fucking selling ice cream on the side. Yeah. Or like eat yeah. some corn and, oh, that and corn so find good, in the fucking hotel. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking good. Yeah, but you right. definitely should do that over there in Europe and shit. Like, oh, I will. Go to those 100%. big cities and like go to the center. Yeah. You know, like I said, Moscow, looking forward to that. And yeah. Yeah, dude. It's going to be awesome. Fuck, that's going to be so like good. Super tourist. Super tourist. Yep. So if people want to follow along these travels, roadsareforjourneys.com. That's yep. like the, the that, That's a good one. Cycle Source um, magazine. Cycle Source is a good one. And then obviously Instagram. Those would be your three best bets. Yeah. Yeah. What if they want to support your travels? I don't know. How do people do that? Yes. I don't know. Send me a message on social media. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a way. I want influence for you. I don't know. I don't know how that works, man. <laughs> Dude, you know, people go about it differently. Some people like, I don't know. This, so, I don't have it here, but the Chris Hopper guy, he like made these coins. Like fucking sick coins. Huh, yeah? 100 Days of Insanity. Okay. And he sold those. All the money just went to charity. Oh, interesting. Uh, But yeah, that'd be cool to like fucking, yeah, to raise awareness for some charity or something while you're out on your travels and gain all this notoriety. Travel in the world, be like a super shopper, super dude. famous guy, super and a influencer. Dude, I could be on Discovery Channel. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I think chances are better. I'll just go ride my motorcycle. Yeah, it's fucking. That's the way to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. the way to do it. If there is no hidden motivation behind this other than seeing the world, that's awesome. That's, that's what awesome. it's all about. Yeah. So when you go, do you have like? An app, like a couch surfing app, or how do you... Uh... No, nah, I just kind of make it up as I go. Yeah. You know, end of the day, figure it out, you know, if it's nice weather, find a campground. If it's not nice weather, find a hotel. So are there campgrounds over there in Europe and stuff, or is it more like Mexico? No, camping in Europe is huge. Okay. There's campgrounds everywhere. Really? And they're really nice. No so shit. So it's super easy over there. No shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, because that's one thing about Mexico, like... Yeah, there's no camping down there. Find a hotel or you sleep. But the hotels are so cheap anyway. It yeah. It doesn't no, it even is. matter. Yeah. But, yeah, there's no camping down there. But, yeah, Europeans are way into camping. So it's Do you have nice. any hostels or anything? We've done hostels. Yeah. Yeah, they work out pretty good, too, you know? Usually, I mean, usually, if I'm not camping, I definitely try to find somewhere where I feel like the bike is safe overnight. That's kind of like the next thing. It's like, that's, okay, find a hotel. That's the most important thing. If you're not sleeping next to or it. whatever. I mean, that's yeah. how the Mexico thing was. It was like we'd find the center, and then we would all take turns going to different places to see what the parking was like. Right. Not this, you know, like, yeah, check out the hotel, but, like, see if they got a place to stash exactly. the bikes. Because that's. That's huge. That's number one. Yeah, it kind of is. No, it is. It is. It absolutely <laughs> is, dude. What, do you, what kind of, like. Security? Do you have on your bike? Do you have a key? 
So you much security. It's uh, electrified. If you touch it, it'll kill you immediately. Yeah, sick. That's what I tell people. Sick. Yeah. I have pit bulls in my saddlebags. Mos- they came with the Moscow bags? Yeah, they're Moscow-branded pit bulls, trained to kill. <laughs> Be careful. Locks on top of locks. That's awesome. Absolutely impossible to steal. Don't even try it. <laughs> I'm going to go try it right now. You can. Fuck that. You'll be dead. Way too cold Immediately. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by, dude. Yeah, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And we should do this again. Like, maybe not wait four years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'll be back in I want to hear more about these travels and how it goes. I'll be following along. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, I need to hook you up with some people that I know. Okay. So you can go over there and, and meet some fucking people. Yeah. Some good Sounds people. awesome. All right, dude. Thank you. You bet. The road of bones, dude. This motherfucker is on it. Uh... You know, surely the new situation over there. I mean, hopefully Ukraine just tells those motherfuckers to fuck off. And uh, I mean, I don't know what that does to Charlie. Like, is he still trying to go ride the road of bones? Are they going to, is Ukraine going to build their own road of bones with the motherfuckers that are invading them? Maybe so. Maybe fucking so, dude. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Check him out on the gram. He'll be in the show notes below. I'll also put in the show notes below links to the podcast we recorded before and a link to MotorcycleSherpa.com. That's right. MotorcycleSherpa.com because we are going back to Nepal to ride the Himalayas in November. November 1st through the 13th. Come ride with me through the Himalayas. You will not regret it, dude. It's a fucking, it's a beautiful trip, and uh, dude, I can't wait to share it with all you motherfuckers. So, we talked about that on the show, talking about it now, and dude, mcshoptees.com, dangerdancetalkshop.com. Let's, uh, what other dates we got? Born Free, June 25th and 26th. Oklahoma Family Reunion, June 17th and 18th. July 9th is the Full Tilt Boogie in Minneapolis, Minnesota. July 22nd is the Run to Raton Chop Wizard Invitational presented to you by J.P. Rodman. August 26th and 27th is the Virginia City Roundup. Chopper Show, FXR Show, Bull Riding. I mean, it's a fucking rodeo. And if you're over in the UK, check out the Nomad Run on the Gram. You do not want to miss that. Also, check out my boy Knives Made by Nick, always keeping me hipped up. Tooled up at the hip, man. He can build you a beautiful knife. Check him out. And uh, fuck, man. I got a lot to do today, so I'm going to get to it. (laughs) 